I think I might have figured this light out. Nope. 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 Well, at least it got stuck on a good color. Athena's been uh, helping me uh, troubleshoot that. Good morning, Elizabeth. Good morning, Ronnie. Good morning, Chris. Good morning, Matt Morrison. Good morning. Matt wants to talk about Snuffleupagus this morning. Judy Reed. Good morning, Paul. Paul Scanlon. Oh no, you didn't. It's in a loop. I I got the button. Oh, it's clicked loop. All right, we'll try again. I'm warming up to the intro. Uh, Mr. Hartle. G-T-D-E, Fran. Good morning. <clears throat> Plan B. Hey, um, I unplugged it uh, three times uh, for 10 seconds, but I was kind of rushed. I'll try it again after the show. I was kind of just doing it here as I got ready. Wow, these glasses give you a full-blown um, reflection of the screen. Probably won't be wearing these again. These are uh, Ray-Bans prescription. All my glasses are prescription, and they, and they, uh, they get darker when I go outside, but they're kind of like darker on the top and then later on the bottom, not to the extreme that these, these bad boys are. See these bad, remember these bad boys? I put a shitload of goo in my hair before you guys start telling me how good my hair looks. I got this shit called mud. I had stopped using it for a while and then I used it like once or twice last week and people like, it just takes one person in the comments to be like, Oh, you're having a good hair day. And then boom, I'm back on the goo. I hadn't used it probably in five or six months. Paulina, good morning. Brandon Waddell, good morning. How crazy do you guys want to get today? Jim, good morning. Trish, good morning. It's so crazy that someone has to be like, fuck that. I'm not watching this show anymore. You know what's crazy is uh I showed that I showed that video of those girls with the fake boobs and they kind of danced in unison and they bounced their boobs right to left. And like you would think. <clears throat> That would be like an onslaught. Then all of a sudden, people would start sending me all sorts of cool, like, choreographed boob dancing. No. But I showed the guy with the schlong bouncing around in his pants, the hog, the guy with the hog in the the boxer shorts, the stripper dude. And you guys all of a sudden just think, like, that's my my thing, and my inbox is just full of dongs. And, um, And boxer shorts, which is funny because... Uh, uh, David Weed, you, you know our homeboy David in the comments. He's always telling me that I'm gay, but I, I think it's the audience is gay. I'm gay Christians. That's who I attract. Those are my people. Except I just, I just, I just have to accept it. Uh oh, that makes me a little nervous. Why are my notes open here? I was tripping a little bit this morning in the shower. Um, I told myself I wasn't going to talk about it, but of course I am. Um, I was tripping in the shower. I was uh, just, I became a little self-conscious isn't, isn't the right word, but I started thinking about people that I uh, welcome, 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 welcome to the homo podcast. Thank you. And here to host the King homo. Sevon Matosian. And then, and then I need a, uh, wait, uh, I need, um, 
Uh, hold on. Let me see if I can. Where is it? God, I'd miss Caleb. Caleb was here last night for the golf show. Wasn't that nice? Uh, I don't even know where to do it. There should be like a, a button here that's like people cheering. It's under brand in StreamYard. How come you guys haven't come out by the thousands and just being like, oh my God, Savon, I'll run the back end for you for life. I'll quit my day job and I'll live in a cardboard box and just help you with the show for free. Nobody. Nobody. I know why you guys did that because you guys want me to learn how to do it myself. You want me to become an independent man. Oh, I got this Pornhub thing. This. I don't even know what this is. Oh, gargling. Thank you, Caleb, for leaving that back. I got uh, the thong song. But I want it to be like... Where is that? There's no... Right now, Susan's listening. He's like, you dipshit. The audio, the people clapping is in the blah, blah, blah. Oh, I have a drum roll. And welcome to the Sevon Podcast, hosted by the King Homo, Sevon Matosian. And then some music. And then I the crowd. I was thinking, um, I wonder if there's people I know from like my previous lives um, who listen to the show. Like, I wonder if uh, whenever I mention harem, if like five girls in the audience are like, oh yeah, I was in this harem. Not that they, not that when you're in the harem, you don't know you're in the harem. Uh, maybe you do. I don't know. Maybe you do. Or, or, or I have friends I went to high school with and or college with and they're like, oh my God, I remember when he was a libtard. What happened to Savon? He's turned into a total white right-wing conspiracy nut. Holy shit. Uh, drum roll right into welcome everyone, right into crickets. I couldn't even find the crickets, Ronnie. Ronnie. Um, my wife's name is Linda. I play that all the time. Thong song gets me going. Yeah, it's good, right? The, the kind of the violin uh, iteration of it kind of classes it up a little bit, dresses it up. It's not just underwear that rides in people's butts. I never understood thongs. They gross me out. You know why they gross me out? Because all I think about is that piece of material that's sitting up against the Cheerio. That's all I think about. Like, I don't enjoy, I'm not like, oh, look at that butt. I'm just like, holy fuck, there's a piece of material there that just rests on the anus. That's, that's the problem with, it's, I'm, a, I'm a tormented soul. Tormented soul. So, um, lots of uh, boxer shorts, dongs, hogs flopping around. Um, uh, not a lot of boobs, and although the, those giant, and, and then I showed the giant boobs yesterday, and you know the people are like gross, which shows just how broken some of you are. And uh, yeah, yeah, thongs are the best. Uh, Bob, hey, Seb, I'm thinking of getting into drugs. Any advice on where to start? Totally. Totally, totally, totally. I uh, recommend finding a course. I don't know what course you would do. I really don't know what course you would do because these these uh, Vipassana practitioners have fucking lost their way. Vipassana, Vipassana practitioners. I'm not sure they lost their way, but you want to find a non-denominational place 
where you can go and sit and not make eye contact or talk to anyone for uh, 10 days. That would be ideal with a, a semi-restricted caloric intake uh, before you do any drugs, before you do anything stupid like get a tattoo, just any of that shit. You should do a uh, a 10-day uh, retreat. No eye contact, no talking for 10 days. Restricted caloric diet. And um, that that would be my my suggestion for anyone who wants to get into drugs. If you really you really want to flex the awareness muscle to to fucking rocket ship levels, um, you just want to just know stuff that no one else knows. I mean, it's so easy. You you know, I've talked about that thing. I could pull it up for you guys. Um, I've talked about that kind of that pyramid that quickly gets to the tip with juggling, right? There's like 400,000 people in the United States that can juggle three balls, right? And then there's like 200,000 that can juggle. It just gets cut in half when you go to four balls. And then you go to five balls, and then you go to six balls. And then and then it's just quickly, it's just like, you know, you get to like nine balls, it's like 100 fucking people out of 330 million. And then you get to 13, 14, 15 balls, and it's just one person. And that's what it's like uh, cultivating uh, awareness. If you go out into the deep end, which you can go out so fucking quickly. If you have a place where you can just um, just be. No eye contact. The reason why you can't do eye contact and talking is because we're just all mirrors of each other. So anytime you see basically what happens is, I like to use that Auspensky model that I've talked about. You have this, you have things inside of you that need reflection to exist inside of you. So like I'm hungry, you need to see food. I'm angry, you need to see someone outside to be angry about. That, I mean, that's, that's the whole thing about racism. That's why it's so odd. That, 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 and that's the problem. Once you start seeing how the mind works, you start realizing that all those people are demanding. All those people playing the victim, they're demanding someone reflect back to them victim. They're just looking. And, uh, but, but don't go out onto the deep end by yourself without drugs for 10 days. Fuck, fuck the drugs. Try that. Balls are definitely gay. Balls? Oh, juggling balls. Yeah. I've been able to juggle too. I can barely juggle too. I'm a three ball kind of guy. Me too. I'm totally three ball. I've never even tried four balls. Never even tried. Uh, my sister called me last night and she was laughing. She said the Frisbee show was good. And I, I think I can't tell, right? I mean, and she goes, but dude, what the fuck do you know about Frisbee? You sit back there and talk like you know shit. Some of you don't know this. Maybe some of you do know this. I think I should probably make a video for my Instagram. The best sport I've ever been at is Frisbee. I don't even know if I'd call it a sport, but I have Frisbees all over my house, but not the kind of Frisbees that those guys play with. Like, if you come to my house, you will see a Frisbee. And it's always been like that, and it's been like that since I've been 25 years old. And then straight away in my house, there's always one in the back of the car, and I, and, I, and I just use those ultimate Frisbee discs. And I can fucking throw a Frisbee like no fucking other. And I've, very, uh, and I've played, I don't know, uh, 200 days in a year, uh, six years, uh, Six times 212. I've played 1,200 six-hour days of Frisbee. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if California guys, but I, that's exactly what I did. I just smoked weed and played Frisbee all fucking day at the beach. 
I wouldn't say it was fri- fris- frisbee hippie, hippie frisbee. Like, I don't know. I kind of went, uh, yeah, and I had the dog. Had a dog. No, fuck off, Justin. No hacky sack. So, um, yeah, we would have a blast. So fun. So fun. I used to get a, uh, you know, they had 40s. You remember 40s, but um, a Miller Lite made a 32 screw top. And I would get a 32 of Miller Lite and I'd fucking a couple of those. I'd usually bring like enough so that I could share. I'd usually try to find at least one girl to sh- on the beach to share with. And I'd, I'd cut the lime and I'd squeeze my lime into my Miller Lite, not even a Corona. Jay Hartle, I'd fuck some sack up in high school. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know if we even had cameras back then. I'll post a picture of, uh, there's a picture Bruce Wayne used of me like at 30 uh, on a, um, maybe 35 on a, on a thumbnail. I'm wearing a, a Warriors jersey, like a sleeveless Warriors jersey. So there's that. A bunch of people sent me Down Syndrome stuff. They wanted to talk about Down Syndrome, and I and I was like, I'm kind of, I don't know if I should bring that subject up because that subject quickly. If if you want to talk, you know the whole execution of babies, right? That that abortion thing, killing babies, that thing. Um, you kill babies because like you don't want a girl. So you kill it, kill a baby because you don't want someone with down syndrome. Like that whole thing. Like what's the reason you justify executing baby? Cause you were raped. Um, cause you can't afford it. Um, cause white people just want, you know, anyway, I don't know. I, I don't know that that subject with the down syndrome one can get pretty crazy, pretty quick. You You know what they're doing in El Salvador? God, like, I don't want to sound like a fucking Nazi, but what they're doing in El Salvador is they're rounding up these people because you can't, a society like that is just horrible, right? Where you just have dudes fucking shitloads of dudes with guns and knives and tattoos just running the society on fear. That's just horrible. And so they're rounding all those dudes up because those dudes can't successfully run a society. They'll take us back to the fucking Stone Ages. So, so you, you also can't have a, you can't have a society that's um, 50% people with down syndrome. You cannot, that, that society will collapse on itself. Yeah. It's not set by the way, I'm not, by no means am I suggesting that El Salvadorians are, are bad people. They just got that. They had that runaway crime problem there. Maybe they are bad people. Maybe they're, maybe they could, their culture just breeds violence. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, uh, down syndrome people are the most affectionate humans. Love hugs. I mean, I. I, I also ran. A, I lived. I lived with two people with Down syndrome for five years. I. 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 I don't know. Anyway, I don't think this morning's that morning to have that conversation. But, um. Okay, here we go. You want to talk about climate change instead? We don't do enough uh, climate change. Uh, the Mexicans hate Down syndrome people because they feel like they give them a bad rap. Oh, uh, you mean El Salvadorians. Sorry, let me rephrase that. Trish, uh, the Mexicans hate uh, the El Salvadorians because they feel like they give them a bad, bad rap. 
listen, no Americans can't tell the difference between anyone south of uh, San Diego. You're all Mexicans to us, just all Mexicans. It's like Middle Easterners. No one in the United States gives a fuck, fuck if you're Iraqi or uh, sorry, Iraqi or Iranian or Armenian or Lebanese or Israeli. Yeah, Israeli too. Uh, you're just all fucking Middle Eastern Arabs to Americans. Thank you. I speak on behalf of all the people of the uh, United States of America. Yeah, I posted a bunch of the, uh, ra- the Sevan, did you like the rabbit drawing? Too? Oh, yeah, that was good. I think maybe I posted that. That was crazy. That was good. The titties that turn in, in the giant bush that turn into a rabbit. That was crazy. That was good. Thank you. Yeah, the drawing class, I think, went uh, swimmingly well. Yeah. Some of you, you know, what's funny is most of you just included the the paper in this. And and the only person who included themselves in the picture is a girl sent one in and she's pretty. But none of the, none of the ugly dudes did that. Like the dudes just show the paper that they're drawing on, but one attractive girl sent like it's, you can see the paper and her like, yep, makes sense. And I ain't hating either. I'm like that. That's smart. Like all of a sudden her drawing got better. You're not fucking... What the fuck? Just like Sevan doesn't care that I'm not Indian. What are you then? Devesh Maharaj, the hammer. What What are you? You're not Mexican. Oh, Pakistani? Pakistani. Bangladeshi. You're Bangladesh guy. What the fuck is Devesh? Anyone know? Don't ruin it for me. Please don't tell me you live in LA. I so picture you living like in Mumbai. Please don't fucking ruin you for me. Um... Uh, uh, Melissa Odier, those who want to use their brain and educate themselves know the difference between those countries. Or, or Melissa, those who want to continue to uh, divide the human population up into little fragments so that they can use uh, more uh, discrimination, racism, and there's another one. There's another fancy word. Uh, Sevan, I sent you uh, my video. I sent you my video. Oh, have you drawing? Did I post it? I posted like six or seven. I can't remember. Um, I can't remember. Jason Miller, here we go. I don't want to do this conversation. Here we go. That's the sticky part, Sevy. Evolution, natural selection, weed stuff out. Societal human humans tend to try to save everyone. Here we go. Here we okay. Here's Devesh. I'm from the Caribbean. I'm as Indian as an African American is African. It's African. Oh, the Car. Oh, you're from. Oh, so you, but 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 your people are from India, but you live on some island out there. Or do you live like in Aruba or something? God damn it! That just you confuse me more. <sighs> That's a good question. Uh, you know, my twins didn't go out in public until they were uh, three months old. My twins literally just ate, just slept and drank milk for three months. I'm not, there's no exaggeration there. Maybe my wife will correct me, but I don't think so. If she does correct me, I will, um, I'll let her know. I don't know the answer to that. I, I, um, with Avi, I want to say like after a week, after a week, after having her, 
she, she stayed in the house for like a week and then she went outside and we went for a walk and she started bleeding. So then I think she stayed home for like another month. We didn't do any of that stuff. My wife doesn't get like cabin fever and shit. Like none of that stuff. My wife has no like, um, uh, she doesn't need anything. <laughs> like you could just turn the power. I could turn the power off when I left, left the house. And the only reason why she knows, cause maybe cause we have a well and the water wouldn't work. Like she doesn't need shit. I call my wife nagless. There's zero nag in her, nothing. There's no, I mean, since we had the kids, maybe she has a couple pathologies that service to the top. She, you know, she's just like worry wart shit, but like, I'm glad she has, it's just mom shit. I think. So, so it's like, she just sat in the house with the kids forever. I mean, literally three months. I my wife did not come out of the house for fucking three months. I'm not even joking. I bought a fucking car that minivan and pulled it up to the front of the house, like at the two month mark. And my wife didn't even come outside to look at it. She just opened the front door and looked at it. She's like, that's nice. Haley's like, that's nice. And for my wife, that's pretty excited too. Um, yeah. Allison said, she's uh, uh, what did Allison say? She's so easy and calming to be around. Yeah. Very calming. It's very calming being around her. You're from Israel, Israel. Felix Shumsky. Israeli men are wild. They're a handful. That's a fucking macho culture. Uh, yes, Devesh uh, Maharaj. Yes, my people are Indian. We got brought to the islands to work during slavery days. I can't find any black people. Uh, okay, they look close. Get them. What island? Can you tell me what island you're on? You guys know about Haiti? Haiti was the only, uh, Haiti uh, shares an island with the Dominican Republic. That island, I don't know what the island's called, but it's cut in half. And one half is the country of Haiti and one half is the, uh, yeah, sorry, but the baby thing. I don't know. I don't think it hurts to wait three weeks. Um, but we didn't do any of that stuff where we were worried about our baby either. Like you didn't have to wash your hands. You could be sick. Like we didn't do it. it we didn't do any of that stuff. We did no, uh, we don't do any um, germ prevention, zero. Um, I'd be way more afraid of like black mold before I was afraid of like any. I, I, there's pictures on my Instagram of my kids on all four on the sidewalk in front of a coffee shop. And that's not an isolated incident. That was every day. I mean, they were in some disgusting places and I didn't give a shit. Um. So that island, that Dominican Republic, uh, that Dominican Republic and that Haiti, that's an island that's, I don't know what the island called, but it's split in half and they, then there's two countries on it. And that Haitian, those Haitian people are the only successful group of slaves to revolt and win. I don't know if I'm saying it right. I'm probably not doing it justice. But basically, and, and, and I think that's how we got the western half of the United States, if I'm not uh, mistaken. I think what happened is the French were afraid they were going to lose that island, and, so, and, they, and they, needed to, they needed to generate currency and money to fight that war. And I think that's what the Louisiana Purchase was. So I think, uh, was it Lincoln? Some president fucking bought that half of the United States from the French, gave them all that money, and then, then they used that money to try to beat down the fucking Haitian slaves, and they, they still lost. 
Oh my God. That sounds crazy. Alaska's last frontier homestead. Hi, Savon. Hey, nice house. I think I want to hear that story. That sounds crazy. The island of Arugula. Aruba. Aruba. Asking Americans about geography is a fucking joke. Jefferson, Jefferson bought the, that Jefferson did the Louisiana purchase. All right. Thomas Jefferson, Trish. That's fine. I knew we'd get to it. Uh, Look at Dakota Miller. Wow. Look at you. Uh, Yes. America doubled uh, because some slaves whooped the French. Um, here we go. Just throw this in the blender of fucking crazy, just more crazy climate change shit. Like, like no one knows what the fuck's going on. Listen carefully to this guy. Listen, uh, this is a project knowledge. We've been warming now since about 1850. Why choose that point? Physicist brain cat, because it's the lowest point. We're at one degree above the coldest it's been in the last 10,000 years and two degrees cooler than the hottest it's been. Wrap your head around that fucking statement. You have to, uh, you have to start, uh, we have to start remembering that, uh, uh, and, and I learned this from Greg at the Broken Science Conference, we don't care too much. Give 10%, we have 10% interest in the four out of five dentists that recommend dentine. The one we're really curious about is that fifth one. Hey, uh, excuse me, uh, Mr. Fifth. Uh, yes, Savon. I am Dr. Fifth. Uh, why, why didn't you recommend dentine? Uh, because uh, all the evidence shows that chewing gum on a regular basis fucks up your jaw, your teeth, and your digestive tract. Oh. And uh, why did those other four recommend it? Because uh, they got paid. Oh, okay. Well, thank you. We need we need those uh, the data points. Okay, here we go. Okay. Casey, you don't know how happy I am that I see you in here. Crazy that the Louisiana purchase was like as much as a used 2008 Honda Civic with 200,000 miles. We got to know, we got to know about, we need to know this fucking story, you guys up here. This, like, what the fuck is going on here? This dude really just lives about out in a cabin in Alaska? I haven't, I'm embarrassed to say I haven't read Winston, what's the guy's name? Winston Price? But but I think that's one of those books that if you read his book on dentistry, your whole shit comes apart. Like if you want to be instantly red-pilled. We've been warming now for the last sort of 150 years or yep. so, yep. give or take, uh, since about 1850. There's something interesting about that, that period, isn't it? Tell, tell us about that because it, why did they choose that point? Well, why did they choose 1850 as the starting point to talk about the earth warming? I want to know how that dude chose that shirt. 
you're telling me that fucking guy went to his closet, that guy, that old guy on the right, and he's like, yep, this is the shirt I'm going to wear today. Or has he just not taken that off in five years? His whole posture's fucked up. CrossFit. He needs CrossFit. Well, oh, that's because it's the lowest point. We are at one degree above the coldest it's been in the last 10,000 years. Which just, let's just repeat that. I mean, that's remarkable. And the other remarkable thing is it's two degrees cooler than the warmest it's been in the last eight ten thousand years, which so, is the Egyptian and the Minoan period. So this is really important, folks, because this is data and uh, that uh, essentially uh, the IPCC, they always talk about that we are uh, one degree higher than, than the pre-industrialization period that 150 years ago. But what you're saying, Brian, is that was the lowest point in the last 10,000 years. Correct. So... So in a sense, that's why we shouldn't be panicking and that it's been much warmer in, in two or three previous periods. Yes, and in the last interglacial, which was 130,000 years ago, when the country is much, pretty much where it is now, about 50 degrees north from the equator, there were hippopotami and elephants on the banks of the River Thames. That, that, was, that would be quite a sight now, wouldn't it? it? Would. And, and it's well known, this is natural history, and it's, it was six degrees warmer than it is now. And there were humans wandering around the place, presumably hunter-gathering happily. Um, we're a tropical species. So, and I knew we, it. We're a tropical species. Devesh is living in the right spot. Uh, Sevon, bring the last survivor to the podcast. What last survivor? What are you talking about? Who? What? Yeah, old man, zero fucks given. I know. I'm headed that way. I feel it. It's cool. It's really cool. It starts with um uh, those hats. When I go to the beach, I wear those. I wear like a, a sombrero. Oh, I love a new collar. Collar, hey. hi. Hey, hey Siobhan. Alaska's hey. last frontier homestead. Hey, what's up, dude? You're in Alaska? Yeah. Wow. And and uh, like a solar panel, like 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 off the grid, Alaska. Uh, the picture on that on my uh, icon there is of my remote cabin. That is, it's about two hours north of Anchorage. Uh huh. And yes, I do have solar panels, batteries, stuff like that. Uh, what's the name of the town? I want to look it up. Uh, it's called Petersville, Alaska. Petersville, Alaska. Yeah, I actually live in Willow, Alaska, home of the Iditarod race. Um. Oh, okay. And, and uh, let, let me ask you. So, I mean, I've mean, I got a bunch of just really dumb questions. Please bear with me. Please bear with me. Ask away. Um. Do you have? Uh. Do you get mail? Like, is there mail out there? Do you get mail? Uh, the people. There are a few people that live out in the Petersville, Alaska area. They get mail at Trapper Creek. Trapper Creek. It sounds like the fucking Dukes of yeah. Hazard. Okay, I'm down here. <laughs> Devesh is over here. And you're up here. This is crazy. And um what and how do you get to your um in, your place in Petersville? God damn, there's no road network up there. Zero. They got Not you got highway three and that's it. There there's three main highways, yes. I don't see yeah. any roads, dude. No. Oh, I see one. I see one. Is that a dirt road or is that a no? What are those? Are those uh, even roads? Petersville like, Road is paved back to mile ten. 
Like and what's then the, a dirt after that. What's this place called? Gate Gate Creek Cabins. That's just another little town. That that is right by uh, Petersville Road. It's uh, you can go there, rent a cabin for the weekend. In the summertime, you can go fishing and stuff like that. In the wintertime, you go snowmobiling. So people, you are there? Um, is there cell service out there? Uh, it's spotty. Some places, yes. Some places, no. And uh, what about uh, internet? Uh, either through your cell phone, or some people are getting a uh, um, Starlink. Oh no shit! No shit. Yeah. I wonder if Starlink's powerful enough for me to do my um, podcast. I wonder if uh, I... They, yeah, they say it is good up there. Wow, this is this is crazy. And, and why do you live out there? Do you have like some sort of mental disorder or like what's going on? <laughs> no, no. Like I said, that's my weekend getaway cabin. No, no. In Alaska period, dude. Oh. Don't, don't. I know what you did oh. there. L- look it. Oh, no, no, you, no. You guys have you the going. highest rate of like, like all of you people who live in Alaska have had some sort of trauma you're running from. No, not everyone. Okay, mostly. There, there, are, there are a few normal people up here. I'm not no. saying I'm one of the normal ones, but yeah. Uh, and and uh, how did you, how do you end up in Alaska? Well, it was one of those things. I always wanted to visit Alaska. Me too. So I got laid off from a job back in like 2007. Okay. And a buddy of mine was coming up here. He had some property he came up like in the summer times and hung out. So I more or less uh, followed him up and fell in love with Alaska. God, I wish Canada would try to, t- I'm looking at the map and how Alaska comes pretty far South. I didn't know that. Yeah. I would love it if Canada tried to take that from us. <laughs> That would be awesome. Hey, yeah. I, I, so so if I were to drive from California to see you, how quickly do I enter Alaska? Because like I don't want. It looks like the best road is through Canada, and I don't really want to be in Canada. Yeah, you would you would have to come up through Canada, and then take the Alaska Highway through Canada into uh, Alaska, and that comes in. I'll keep going north. I'm looking at the map. Yeah. Do I have to go into the Yukon before I go? Yes. Okay. I think so. That's a shame. And then you come across, or what you can do is actually in, I think it's Seattle, you can catch the ferry and take the ferry up through the panhandle of Alaska. God, I wonder how long that takes. Oh, well, it's a ferry ride, so it's, it's slow, but it's a lot of fun. Days? Of you think it's days? Yeah. Yeah, it takes... Weeks? Two or three days. Yeah, where would you... Where do you sleep on the ferry? Just... You go to your... You sleep in your uh, car? Well, no, you can... You can actually get a, a room or on the ferry, they actually allow people to camp out on like the upper back deck. Oh, my God, dude. Listen, so people. If you're 18 years old, fucking do that. That would be amazing if you were 18. Yes. Get some girl you just met on fucking Craigslist in a fucking box of condoms and go. Right. Holy shit. Doesn't that sound fun? Oh, my God. Get just like a stack of cash, like a thousand bucks in 20s or fives. Yeah. Just kind of just. Hey, um, uh, and, and then and then so you. I'm looking at back to where you are. So you ended up doing well. 
that you have a home and a cabin. You ended up getting a job and, and, and were able to buy some shit. Yeah, I, I work in IT, so I work remote. And the reason I'm up at this hour is I work East Coast hours. So, uh, so sorry to interrupt, um, Mr. Alaska. Chris is like Craigslist. Yeah, I don't know. that. Yeah, why not? I don't know where you meet a girl. <laughs> where I don't know. Only fans. No, I would go seriously. I seriously, this is what I do. I would go to Craigslist and I would be like, "Hey, um, uh, uh short, handsome, twenty-year-old Armenian boy uh, wants to go to Alaska with random girl. Uh, I have money. Do you want to camp with me?" That's what I'd make a post like that. <laughs> I don't know. I would have done that. Um, back in the day, you could use Craigslist for that. Yeah, totally. Thank you, Gabe. Fuck Paper Street Coffee discount code seven. I, I wonder if it's, I wonder if they send coffee to uh, Alaska. Oh yeah, there are little coffee huts all over Alaska. <laughs> so, so you have an IT job, and, and then how did you find this podcast? I know that's a little self, a lot self serving, but how did you find this podcast? For well, actually, uh, get this: I lived in Anchorage for about ten years when I came up here uh-huh. and, um, I did CrossFit. So that's how I found you and stuff like that. And actually the one gym I went to was that one that the wall collapsed and the lady died in it. Oh Just, man. Uh, yeah. The mom of three, like a month ago. Yeah. 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 So that was such of a sad situation. Yeah. I heard that community so tight. I heard when shit like that happens yeah. in Alaska, it fucks everyone up. Yeah, right now that that gym there. I haven't been there for a year or two because I've moved out of Anchorage. But uh, I heard they they are actually holding classes at like four different CrossFit gyms. Oh, in the area. Yeah, yeah. So other CrossFit gyms opened up the their doors and allowing them to hold classes at different times. Hey, so. this chick Jacqueline um says sounds like a way to get killed. And I think she's referencing the fact of putting an ad out for like just a girl to travel with on the Craigslist. Yeah. God, is the world really like that? You can't just like go on Craigslist and just find like, I mean, I mean, you're just going to find some chick who's in the same place you are where you, they just want to run away. It'll be fun. Right. No, like you're not going to kill yeah. you. She's not going to kill you. Is she? Oh yeah. Uh, he would kill her. Oh, I think I, no, the talking. Armenian dude who wants to go to Alaska and camp on the deck is not going to kill you. He he just wants to see your boobs. That's it. He's very simple. He's a very simple man. Do you have a wife? No, I don't. I'm single. How do you how do you meet girls in Alaska? Good question. Oh yeah, I know. Fuck. How about tell, how about figuring that out and tell me? Okay. I will. <laughs> hey, um, you would think though you'd be a good catch, right? Because you have a cabin. I, I don't even mean that. Like, and I mean that like dead serious, dead serious. Well, I, I think I would be a good catch. I got a excellent paying job. Um, I make good money since I work in IT. I have property. I have a cabin. What, so. do, you have, do you have a dog? No dogs yet. Do you have a cat? No cat. Yeah, you're a no, total no. great catch. That's the kind of thing, like, after, like, dating six months, you get the dog together. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking money. I love that. Well, I'm I'm, I'm glad I met you. I, I hope to continue yeah. to hear more details about your uh, 
your lifestyle. You probably do things there that we are just completely unfamiliar with, like, you know, like shower and water and freezing and, and different animals you have to deal with and just all sorts of shit like that. Yeah. Where's yeah, Heidi? I'm surprised. Cool. Yeah. Maybe Heidi, maybe Heidi's your, uh, maybe Heidi has to come visit you in the cabin. I forget who Heidi is. She's just, I know Heidi's in the comments. She's the, Oh no. She says, no, thanks. She's not interested in Alaska. All right, fine. <laughs> um, uh, no, Sean wants me to ask you to jump rope, make a jump rope video so we can know your hog size. I would never do that to you. I never do that to a random. Hey, you, Hey, Savon, you know how the last, uh, CrossFit games, they had, a. Uh, in the CrossFit games with the jump rope, you had to cross them and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I, I have nine double unders backwards. Try that. Oh yeah. Did you, you, you know, we had uh, Josh on and he said, that's the only way he used to know how to do them. How is that? Is that hard? I played a video the other oh. day of a lady doing it. Is that hard? Oh my God. I can, I can cross them like indefinite. I can keep crossing them indefinite forever. So you're a good jump backwards, over crossovers, nothing, but backwards yeah. jumping is weird. Yeah. And I'm, um, I'm pretty good at forward double unders. I'm not that great, but I'm pretty good backwards. The most I've ever gotten nonstop is nine. Wow. Hey, are you still working out regularly? Unfortunately, no, because the closest CrossFit gym is a little over an hour, half hour away. And I moved on to vacant land, so I really don't have any place to work out at the moment. You should do this fucked up workout that Hiller had uh, uh, me and my wife do a few months ago. It's as many air squats you can do in 10 minutes. Yeah, that that would be a good one. Yeah, that broke me that off. Especially cool if you man. haven't worked in a while, you'll remember that for like a week. You'll feel that for like a week. <laughs> definitely, definitely. I do plan on starting to work out. I don't have a shower right at the moment here in my cabin. Mm -hmm. uh, it's spring, summer, I will. So I'll start working out again then. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you for calling. Great to hear from you and uh, stay in touch. Same thing. Yeah, definitely. Talk All to you later. All right, brother. Bye. Bye. God, I think I'm so fucking cool. I got a listener in Alaska. Such a simple person. How fucking amazing is that? A listener and a laugh. So awesome. <clears throat> Australia. What the fuck are you guys doing over there? Senator Alex Antic. Uh, similar, if not worse, trends are happening all over the Western world. Clearly something serious, I would say catastrophic, is occurring. The other day, I was talking about how uh, this generation is having its Vietnam and they don't even know it. And someone's like, don't you think that's a little um, extreme? I don't know, man. Like I said, I want to be wrong. I really want to be wrong. The previous four ABS provisional mortality statistics data releases revealed that 15.1%, 16%, 17%, and 17.3% increases in excess deaths above the baseline average. Now, clearly something serious, I would say catastrophic, is occurring in Australia and in other parts of the world. Yet, strangely, 
the censorship industrial complex, namely the mainstream media and the health. Censorship industrial complex. Censorship industrial complex. Departments in this country are almost entirely unconcerned about investigating this dramatic increase in excess deaths and why they may be taking place. An ABS, ABS data release dated 31 March 2021, dealing with data throughout 2020. The first year of the pandemic reads as follows, and I quote, 141,116 doctor-certified deaths occurred between 1 January 2020 and 31 December 2020 and were registered by 28 February 2021. This equates to an average of 385.6 deaths per day, which is in line with the baseline average of 385.8. Basically, mortality rates didn't significantly rise in 2020, but drastically rose throughout 2022 after most of the population were injected with an mRNA shot. Most? I think you'd be hard-pressed to find someone in Australia who's not fucking stung. For covid to put it another way, Australia had 141,116 recorded deaths in 2020 and 174 people. That's up 35,000 in one year. 35, it's fucking, it's going to end up being their fucking World War II, dude, if they're not fucking careful. It might be too late. I don't mean to scare the shit out of people, but that number is fucking nuts. Someone needs to figure out what's going on or not. I mean, <laughs> I want to know how many people didn't actually get the injection that just faked it. I'm dying to know. Sevan, have you been reading the Twitter files? Must read, must share. Uh, uh, no, I have not, uh, send it to me in my DMS. I'm, I've, I've been spending last night before I went to bed. I spent four hours like right after that golf show. I just sat down till fucking like midnight and, and went through DMS. We should make a shirt with yesterday's OGC logo. Send to Gary Robbins. Oh, Roberts, Robbins, Roberts, Robbins, Roberts. And, uh, uh Djokovic is the devil. I know, it's awesome. He's a hero. I know, I know. Listen, Mr. Alaska, listen to Drish. Alaska, start a clock, do one burpee in the second minute, do two burpees in the third minute, three burpees. Keep going until you can't. I used to do that all the time. Great one. Good job, Drish. On the same. <clears throat> Gary, you want to call Gary Roberts right now? I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to let you direct the show like that. I want to, but I, my ego is like, fuck you. You ain't telling me what to do. Uh, disc golf needs to stop calling itself golf and uh, using the same language. Embarrassing. Uh, the worst part of all this, no one will be held accountable and we're just left with loved ones who, uh, who've been pricked and might collapse at any moment. Yeah, I... Do you think that they won't be – do you think that's why there's no honesty about it, though? That's the thing. Do you think that's why there's no honesty because we expect them to be held accountable? We're surrounded by assholes. Like if – like I, I, me personally, I never call the cops on someone if they do something bad and they returned it to me. I'm like – 
I, I don't need people to be punished. Oh, I saw Sousa just sent a, um, Senda just sent it. Susan just sent a text to Daniel Brandon. I saw that went out. How the fuck are you sending a text and you're not on here with me helping my ass out? But I still like it. He sent a text to Daniel Brandon and said, are we still on for the show tonight? Call Gary can be bought. Yeah, I can totally be bought. Uh, Caller, hi. Caller. Hey, what's up, dude? How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I'm 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 mellower than than most mornings. You seem like it. Yeah, just a little bit. I'm just a little calmer. I don't think I slept quite enough. And my wife told me that too. She never like gives me advice like that. She's like, "Hey, you're not sleeping quite enough." I slept like five yeah. hours last night. That's not good. It's not. You need like seven or eight. You need like seven or eight. I know, but I napped during the day too. Like yesterday, I napped, dude. Do you know how? Do you have kids? Uh, she's grown. Oh, well, you'll, you'll understand this. I, I took a nap yesterday and when I woke up, I had a boy in each arm. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's like you take two hour long nap though. No, probably 26 minutes. And then they fucking woke me up cause they wanted to go out. They wanted me to drive them somewhere like to the beach and like play in the rain, which I did, but I just, it's, it's still, I mean, yeah, no, 26 minutes. All right. That's good. So I slept for, yeah. And I'll, and I'll probably sleep soon as I, um, soon, but I don't feel tired. I just feel mellow, but soon as I'm done here, I'll probably go inside and and close my eyes. It's it's raining here. I know this weather's crazy. Why? Where are you? I'm up in the Sacramento area. Oh yeah. Are you guys, is it snowing there? Uh, not the foothills where I live. No. Tahoe must be getting smashed, dude. They are. We have friends that live in Truckee and they have like, I think he said last count, they had 18 feet of snow at their house. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, it's crazy. I want, is, is the drought over? <laughs> <laughs> they say it is until next year. Hey, um, you know what I think too? I, yeah, exactly. You know what the problem is? I don't think we have enough ways of capturing water because it's rained enough to fucking, uh, for water for a thousand years now. We don't. We need about 30 more reservoirs, and then we probably still wouldn't have enough to capture all the water. Wow. Devesh with the fucking... This is an amazing comeback. I was saying that I woke up after napping with my kids with a kid in each arm, and Devesh yeah. says that... Devesh, in the comments, wrote, that's how. That's also how Seven woke up during his harem days with a guy in each arm. You son of a bitch. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Taking you out. Taking yeah. you out. Hey, so I called in today because you were saying you wanted people to call in that have used your California hormones code. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me how to go. How to go. Tell me. Tell me. I've been doing it for five months. No shit. Okay. Can you walk me through the process of what happened? You heard about it on the show and then you just called them or you went to their website? Yeah. So I'm a firefighter. So I get shitty sleep most of the times I go to work. Okay. And so I was feeling crappy didn't feel like I could recover anymore. So I heard you, you had, I think Sarah and Dr. Burgess on your show like a year ago, maybe. Oh yeah. It was, um, uh, those two, I forget those doctors name Damien and I forget the lady's name, but it wasn't Sarah. It wasn't, it was another, it was, oh. a, it was, it was, a uh, two, two physicians, two, two separate physicians or a physician. Yeah, I don't know if Damien's awesome. a physician, but the, the lady was definitely a physician. So they were awesome. So 
I had put it off and put it off. I was kind of like you. I'm like, I don't need that. I don't need that. I don't need that. And I went and got tested and I was at like 300. And so I'm like, you know what? Let me just talk to them. So I used your code, flew down there, did the whole meeting with them, did the whole blood work panel and all that. And uh, I actually talked to Damian Burgess. He's my, he's my contact. Oh, that's awesome. And I started and I'll tell you what, it feels better. I tested it out to see if it was true or not. So after three months, I stopped for two weeks and I went right back to feeling like shit. So I started up again. <laughs> you know what's crazy is so Gary didn't think it was doing anything. And then after five months, he stopped. And then he told on the last show, he's like, holy shit, that stuff really does a lot. It does. It does more than you think it does. But now I'm like afraid that I'm never going to be able to stop it. And 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 what and what why do you care if you have to stop it or not stop it? Because it's a pain in the ass, or no, it's not a pain in the ass. It's only two shots a week. It's easy. And uh, have you gotten? Has your body changed? Your body composition? Oh yeah, just in five months, I've leaned out. I probably lost, I don't know, five or six pounds. You can actually see abs, and I'm fifty-one years old, just like you. No shit. So probably if you lost five or six pounds, that means you probably put on five. Do you think you put on five pounds of muscle? I mean, uh, uh, Hiller tells me he's fucking uh, gigantic. I have not lost any strength numbers in the gym. I can tell you that. If anything, I've probably gained some strength numbers in the gym. But yeah. I don't feel like I'm bulkier. No, I don't feel like I'm bulkier. Do you drink less coffee? I heard you people drink less coffee too, less caffeine. No, I crush coffee. Oh, okay. <laughs> Look at Chris is like Chris is like I can't even keep up with my creatine. I know, I know, me too. That's how I feel. But you know, I I crash coffee. Uh, Bruce Wayne says TRT is for life. How about your mental clarity? It's awesome. Great. Are you? I used to forget people's names all the time, and I actually remember people's names now. It's weird. Yeah, I can't remember a name for the life of me. Hey, what about um uh um boning? Uh, yes. Your libido goes up tremendously. Yeah, someone told me um, that their wife is uh, having trouble keeping up. <laughs> and I was like, she's wow. Not always, she, my wife's pretty good about that. She's kind of like your wife. Yeah, so, isn't that great? God, it's great having yeah. a good woman. Yeah, she went on it too, actually. she. How long has she been on it? Uh, like three months. No, it wasn't Gary who told me that, by the way. No, no, it wasn't Gary. Gary's wife just doesn't want to just doesn't want to bone him, period. <laughs> you need to put her on TRT too then. Uh, really? Did that affect her her desires? Um, it gave her a lot more energy. How's that? I wouldn't say it doesn't affect her libido quite like it does the man. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, she's not quiet about it, you know, she's not like no, no, no. Hey, um, when you sleep through the night, yep. do you do you sleep like a rock too? That's another thing I heard. I heard you don't get up and piss in the middle of the night. You don't wake up to little sounds. You just sleep like a rock. That is kind of funny because I was to the point where I was getting up at least once a night to go pee, and I do not get up in the night to go pee anymore. What a fucking trip. So this thing makes you more alert, need less sleep, but you also fucking sleep better. Yeah, I sleep sound. When I go to sleep, I'm out. I get hot though. That's the problem. I just ordered one of those cooling pads for my mattress. Yeah. Cause I noticed I sleep hotter now than I did before. And I slept hot before. Wow. Crazy. And and are you doing CrossFit? 
Yeah, I've been a CrossFitter for like 13 years. Um, did that um, did getting on um, the California Hormones Plan did that also give you some? Uh, sort of like some pure pressure to clean up some other parts of your life? Like, you know, like you spend $200 on a pair of running shoes, so you start running every week, every day? Um, that was part of it, too. I have arthritis in both my knees, and I was trying to get my knees to feel better. Uh-huh. So uh, I did clean up my diet. I'm actually pretty much straight keto now. Wow. Um, and yeah, you think that was motivated? I, like, you're like, hey, if I'm going to do TRT, then I should, I should, I should hit make some efforts elsewhere. I was more motivated for my wife because she uh, is pre-diabetic and she has late adult onset diabetes in her family. And she's like, I ain't getting diabetes. So we're doing something. So that was more stim came from her. Oh, that's cool. Yep. And I just followed along. She's doing it. I'm doing it. So here we are. Yeah, that's how that's how isn't that great? I love having a good a, a, that's how I am too with my wife. If my wife I see my wife doing some shit like that, I'm um I'm gonna try to jump on the bandwagon. Yeah, I mean I feel great. He does pretty I mean, I feel really good. I mean, my gym, my workout, between CRT and being on keto, I feel fantastic. If Gavin Newsom's house was on fire up there in Sacramento, would you um would there be a kink in the hose? Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, I can't. Sorry, I couldn't. Sorry, I know it's not nice, but God, what a dickhead! He is a dickhead. I agree with you. What a fucking naughty bad man! He's gonna be our president someday. No, no, brother, he's not. Uh, what? Coming? No. no. He's our next president. There is no fucking way. Him and Kamala, they're gonna be running mates. You you know what's crazy is sometimes like in my little bubble like I think you're batshit crazy but sometimes when I look out of my bubble I'm like holy shit there's a fucking whole world out there that's completely tarted. Yeah, they are tarted. I work in the tarted world. I see it daily when I go to work. Yeah, someone just told me. Uh, someone told me who uh, uh, a friend of mine who uh, works in, in some huge you know, public organization where we pay our taxes to, they have a section that's just for hiring um, uh, black people, like an allocation of money in their program. That's only for hiring black people based on your being hired based on your skin color. Uh, the fire department's getting that way too. I cannot. And they, they don't even hide it. This friend of mine, she told me they don't even hide it. It's just like, just out in the open. Like there it is. But she says they do all sorts of other stuff that they lie and sneak about. Um, Along those same lines, it's just she's they she told me that just the fucking racism and prejudice and discrimination is just rampant. It's crazy, yeah. It's not about if you're all bad anymore, it's about what you look like nowadays. Um, uh, Sean Lenderman, I'm 31 and still get a lot of random boners during the day. Does this mean my test levels are good? I have no idea. I get a lot of random boners too. If you're a man, you should get random boners, yeah. You know, like even my, I have a dog that's old as shit, like old, like can't see or hear. And I'll just see him sitting around with his fucking, his lipstick out. I'm like, damn. Oh yeah. My dog walks around, I think 24 seven with his lipstick. Sarah, Sarah Cox, uh, super sticker, uh, 1999. Hey, why'd you fly down there to California? Um, why don't I, wanted you just- to I wanted, I wanted to see the facilities and stuff like that. And why not? I mean, Southwest, you can get. Fifty nine dollars flight. It was worth it. And 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 how and uh, how was it? Was it? What did you think of the facilities? 
the testing facility is a testing facility, dude. It's not fancy, but their offices are sweet. It's very nice. It's in a cool area. I mean, Newport Beach can't go wrong. Yeah. I, uh, I, I don't know if you went to the same place I did. The place I went was crazy fucking nice. Like just comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. It's super nice. It, you, you, didn't, little, you didn't take your blood there. You didn't do your blood. Did they have a phlebotomist come like do it like in the lobby there? Or you went to some sort of blood taking place? They would have, but the, the their actual lab was closer to the airport. So we kind of did a day in Newport and then swung by the lab on the way out. Okay. Okay. Before we got I, and went to their lab and just got it drawn right there. Well, awesome. Well, thank you. for yeah. Thank you for keeping me up to speed. Please. Um, Please keep me posted. I will. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks for introducing them to me. Yeah, that's cool. I love hearing this shit. It's awesome. Yep. No problem. Not a lobotomist. I'm, not a phlebotomist. A lob- I, no, I don't know. It's Christine. Uh, uh, phlebotomist. Phlebotomist. Yeah, phlebotomist. Not lobotomist. Okay. I have my brain intact, so that's good. You didn't say that. I said it, I think. Or Heidi's <laughs> just making fun of us. <laughs> Thanks, Heidi. All right, brother. Thank you. All right. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. 51-year-old to 51-year-old. Just two dudes. Just two dudes talking, shooting the shit, getting juiced up. None of this works. None of this works unless we continue to perpetuate this mindset. I know we've I know we've shown this before, but it never gets old. None of this works unless we continue. This is why you don't send your schools uh, kids to school. This is exactly why you don't send your kids to school. Wait, isn't it funny? You think you're sending your kid to school to get smart, but smart, but you're sending your kid to school and they get stupid. School closes your mind. School closes your mind. This is it. We're 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 in the victim Olympics. We're in the victim Olympics. Uh yeah, they're usually pretty racist and- look, look, she does he just random asked her about voter ID laws and she immediately goes to just their racist. She doesn't even know what the fuck she's talking about. But you know where she learned that? Harvard uh bad i think voter id law she doesn't even know what she's saying she just says she's just being cute they're bad they're they're racist i mean she's still walking she hasn't even stopped i wonder how hot that guy is who's asking that question that she'd stop like that hey i bet you if it was a black dude asking her that she'd fucking would have just kept walking i know that's fucking conjecture the laws are a way to perpetuate racism Do you think it's super- she still has her fucking headphones in the uh, African-American vote? Definitely. Uh, because they're less likely to have state IDs. Because black people are less likely to have state IDs. Um, if you do it over the internet, is that also a... Hey, what's crazy is it doesn't even matter if it's true. So what if that was true? So what if that was true? We just dumb everything down for the dumbest people in fucking society? We just, we just like, what if it was true? What if for some reason Native Americans just, what well, Amish people, uh, they probably don't have IDs. So we just dumb everything down because those motherfuckers don't want to use a fucking microwave. 
Where's my 12 daily doses of racism today, motherfucker? Where are you with your shoes in the comments? Let me see your punk ass. Pop your head up. Uh, make it difficult for, for black people in particular? Yeah, you have to have access to the internet. You have to be able to pay an internet service provider for certain fees. Do you think that's harder for black people to go online? Well, I feel like they don't have the knowledge of how, of like, how it works. They don't have money, they don't have jobs, and they don't have knowledge how that works. Look at this fucking girl. Harvard, who is the racist? Soft bigotry of low expectations. Now that's the line. The soft bigotry of low expectations. The soft bigotry of low expectations. Mason Mitchell? I gotta get your uh I gotta get your fighter buddy on. Uh yes. But she doesn't even know it, uh Kazavion. She doesn't even know it. That's the thing. She doesn't even know it. she's a nice she's she's just being compassionate. She's just being she's just being nice. Now I'm here in East Harlem to ask black people their thoughts on what you just heard. Do you carry ID? Yes, I do. Do you know anybody who, any black person who doesn't carry ID? No. Why would they think we don't have ID? That's a lie. Why would they? Damn, this chick is smoking. Say that. Do you have ID? Yes. Yeah, everybody that. That may have even been a dude. That might be a hot dude. No, have ID. Like, that's one of the things you need to walk around with New York with. Do you have a problem if when you go to vote, if they say, can we please just see your ID to make sure you are who you say you are? Do you have an issue with that? No. Do you have an opinion on voter ID laws? Hey, if you saw someone who was a tranny, but you thought they were attractive, could you still admit to yourself that they were attractive? I could. I, I, was, I, was, I wasn't sure if that was a fucking man or a woman who was talking. I know some of you would have trouble with that. I don't think that's healthy. It's like, it's like hating. It's like, it's like, it's like thinking a flower is not beautiful because you hate bees and it attracts bees. It's two different subjects. I was totally ogling this tranny in, in San Francisco with a friend and a cop uh, said, walked up and said, that's a dude. It actually made me more interested. I was like, really? I want to fucking talk to this dude. None of none of none of the racism doesn't work, by the way, unless they keep perpetuating that. Someone has to think that they're better. That was the whole point of that. Someone has to think that they're better. Someone has to be playing the victim. Someone has to be pointing at them at the victim. I'm gonna change the story for women. It's not like you're you're perpetuating the story. You, that's you, that's your inside voice. Change the story. You, you you say that to yourself, or you say that behind closed doors, or you figure it out, and then you actually go out and change the story. But if all you keep doing is saying, "I'm going to change the story for women," you're you're now the plantation, or you're now the person keeping them women on the plantation. Same thing with people of color, people uh, any anything that you're trying to help. Oh, I have some sunglasses like those ones that girl was wearing. I wonder if I would look like I fucking could be a chick. 
Um, there's this uh, woman. I, I I seen her around town. She, I, I believe it or fucking not, she used to have a fucking membership. I read all about her. Uh, I went through a huge Malcolm X Black Panther phase at one point in my life. Huge, huge. And there was a woman named uh, Angela Davis. What's interesting, it says here she's a professor at the University of Santa Cruz. Uh, she was born in uh, January 26, 1944. She's an American Marxist and feminist, philosopher, academic, and author. She's a professor at the University of Santa Cruz. Davis was a longtime member of the Communist Party USA and the founding member of the Committee of Correspondence for Democracy and Socialism. She writes extensively on class, gender, race, and U.S. US prison uh, system. And she used to work out at my gym, uh, uh, Team Tafunga, Team Tafunga in Emeryville, California, or it was on the border of Emeryville and Berkeley. I think it was in Emeryville. I give you the name in case anyone wants to fact check me. And or, or, uh, I know I'd seen her in there. She's 79 years old. Um. Her family lived in a dynamite, uh, a dynamite hill neighborhood, which was marked in the 1950s by the bombings of a house of houses in an attempt to intimidate and drive out middle class black people. That'll leave a fucking mark on you. Uh, she, uh, her mother, uh, Sila Bell Davis, was a national officer and leading organizer of the Southern Negro Youth Congress, an organization influenced by the Communist Party. something in here you have to see davis received various awards including the soviet union's lenin peace prize <laughs> she's in the national woman's hall of fame she was uh, accused of supporting political violence and for supporting the soviet union she has been a controversial figure in 2020 she was listed as the 1971 woman of the year in time magazine's 100 women of the year edition Hold on. Hang tight here, people. Davis was a supporter of the Soledad brothers. Three inmates who recently were accused and charged with the killing of a prison guard at Soledad Prison. On August 7, 1970, heavenly armed 17-year-old African-American high school student Jonathan Jackson, whose brother was George Jackson, one of the three Soledad brothers, gained control of a courtroom in Marin County, California. He armed the black defendants and took the judge Harold Haley, the prosecutor, and three male jurors hostage. I want to say she ended up in San Quentin for this. Uh, look, here's a wanted poster for Angela Davis, wanted by the FBI. There was a judge here. Uh, there was a warrant issued for her arrest uh, hours after the judge issued the warrant on uh, August 14, 1970. A massive attempt to find an arrest Davis began. FBI Director J. Edgar Hoover listed Davis on the FBI's 10 most wanted. Man, this, this lady's been around. A defense motion for a change of venue was granted, and the trial was moved to Santa Clara County on June 4th, 1972. That's, uh, I was a few months old. After 13 hours of deliberations, the all-white um, uh, 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 jury returned a verdict of not guilty. The fact that she owned the guns and used in the crime uh, was judged insufficient to establish her role in the plot. 
fucking whiteies. I mean, all all people my age, their parents know who the fuck this lady is. Everyone knows who she is. Everyone knows who she is. Everyone knows who she is. I would like to show you, she, huge proponent of reparations. Huge proponent of reparations. Huge proponent of reparations. I present to you. The benevolent, the kind, the full of life, exuberance, and smiles. Incredible fucking hair. And poster child for the Communist Party, Angela Davis. Here she is. Do you know what you're looking at? That is a list of the passengers on the Mayflower. <laughs> no, I can't believe this. <laughs> no. <laughs> My ancestors did not come here on the Mayflower. You, your ancestors came no. on the Mayflower. No, no, no. You no. are descended no, 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 from no. one of the 101 people who sailed on the Mayflower. Oof. That's a little bit too much <laughs> to deal with. For those of you who don't know her, that's Angela Davis, one of the leading evangelists for anti-white racism in America and a professor who also has endorsed the idea of reparations. And as you can see in that clip, she's quite taken aback when she discovers that not only is she the descendant of someone who was a passenger on the Mayflower, but she finds out later in the episode that she's also the descendant of a slave owner. It really makes you wonder, all of these people hooping and hollering about the need for reparations might want to take an ancestry DNA test before staking their entire career around the issue. Any idea? What can you imagine your identity being that fucking weak that you would be fucking rocked by that? Like, who cares who you're related to? Who gives a rat's ass? Okay, this one's good. Uh, for those of you, I for those of you who want to um, know how to please women, um, I have found this video, and I I think it is uh, absolutely um, vital that we as men. Uh, learn how to uh, please women. I found this video. It's, it's it's not too long, but there's some important tips in here. Uh, here we go. I know how to pleasure a woman. Nope. Mm. Want to see a wheelie? Mm. Want to know how to pleasure a woman? Nope. Mm. Want to see a wheelie? Mm. Want to know how to pleasure a woman? Nope. Mm. Want to see a wheelie? Oh my goodness. How good is a wheelie? How fucking good is a wheelie? I love a wheelie. When I it's big wheelies are huge around Santa Cruz. Kids kids riding wheelies and I always yell at them like good job and they always think cuz they're so used to people like yelling at them half the time be like what'd you say? And I'll be like good job that's an awesome wheelie like the like 7th grader getting all puffy chested on me and shit. Chase Bryan, I sent that video to so many people. God, that video is so funny. What? Really? God, I thought that was so funny. Want to see a wheelie? It just it just speaks to the uh, the fucking thirteen year old boy in me. Want to see a wheelie? Like I'd stop anything to watch a wheelie. 
<clears throat> a wheelie. I see. Remember, I was just saying that, like, when I look outside my bu bubble, um, I uh, I realize how um, I realize how out of touch I am. This this is fucking crazy. I don't even know if this is true. I don't know how this could be true, but supposedly it is true. L l listen to this story. Just look the way it's written. Holy shit. This this website's called Emily Cottontop. Oh, is, is she a black girl? That in itself could be racist. Cottontop. Mississippi news anchor fired for saying for shizzle my nizzle on the air. For shizzle my nizzle. A Mississippi news anchor has been fired for making racial comments live on the air. And this isn't her first time. Robert Bassanet Basset is a news anchor for WLBT in Jackson, Mississippi. During a segment on March 8th, the crew was discussing Snoop Dogg's wine collection. The crew joked about collaborating with the rapper, and Barbie shared her excitement by saying, faux shizzle my nizzle live on the air. Her statement caused quite a stir on social media. Why is she saying it's a racial comment? How is faux shizzle my nizzle a racial comment? I guess I don't even know what that means, a racial comment. But later on, it says in here some other – oh, uh, in October, Barbie – this is the host of this show. That's her name, Barbie – found herself in hot water after joking, jokingly referring to a re reporter's grandmother as grandmammy. She received backlash for this comment and ultimately agonized and kept her job. She didn't get so lucky this time. And then someone wrote, does she deserve to get fired? I'm going to play this for you. Now I understand why why people are so fu they, man I wonder what would happen if some of these people saw this podcast. Listen, this is fucking crazy. I I would need I need so much fucking explained to me what the um for shizzle my nizzle. I mean Snoop Dogg's like old now and and right like does this generation even know who he is? Do you guys know he's a rapper? He there was like three rappers Dr. Dre, Eminem, Snoop Dogg. It was kind of really Dr. Dre came from NWA. I mean, that was shit we listened to when we were kids. Snoop Dogg was like early college shit. And now if you say a lyric from his song, it's racist. This is fucking nuts. I, I can't even, I can't even like stretch my imagination. You know how sometimes they'll be like, it's kind of like if you say, uh, you ask a, a black person if they want to eat watermelon and they say it's racist. Like you have no idea why it's racist, except that you've been told it's racist. Well, cause black people like watermelon. And then you're like, well, yeah, that's why I offered them watermelon. Cause I thought that. Well, you're being discriminatory. Well, I'm just trying to help. If a, if an Armenian guy came over, I'd offer him tabule. If a fucking Chinese guy, I'd offer him rice. I'm just trying to be, just trying to like help. Like, how is that racist? I'm just, just trying to fucking use a little cultural wisdom. It's not even soft. It's fucking, geez Louise, it's not even soft. It's fucking stupid, right? I'm not saying that you walk up to every Mexican and the first thing you say to him is, is like, hey, do you own El Camino? But like if I got a Mexican girlfriend with a lot of fucking tattoos and wears a shitload of makeup and thick black hair and her dad has a fucking tattoo on his fucking neck that says Serenios, then the first date I'm taking her on is a fucking lowrider car show. And then, then maybe the second date I'll take her to see the fucking San Francisco Philharmonic. We don't need your help, Malcolm X. I don't know if that's for me. If it's towards me, I like it. It's funny. Okay, here we go. This is fucking nuts.
what you're about to see. Brace yourself. Don't let any of this shit get in your head either. Don't stop just being you. Everyone who listens to the show can say faux shizzle my nizzle. Matter of fact, everyone should say it once. It's totally a cool line. It's funny. We bought enough Snoop Dogg albums to be able to say faux shizzle my nizzle. Oh, is nizzle? Is it because of nizzle? Oh, my goodness. Holy shit. Snoop Dogg tattoo on his shoulder. A shizzle, my nizzle. <laughs> I'm telling you. Julie, what do you think about that? Oh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, get this. A fun fact. Look at the guy in the blue. Like, he knows. He knows. Uh, he he. Um, Seven, why have all your ads in Spanish? Why? Oh, please. Oh, please. Even if it does, it's not even close. You, you can't even say it if it's even close. All the other nizzles should have been fired for laughing at her then. Oh, so that's why this guy is tripping right here? Wow. Oh, oh, I went to, oh, shit, I went to Instagram. Hey, let's play it again. Hold on. Oh, yeah, look at the guys tripping, right? Oh, God, I need to see the whole thing. By the way, she needs to update her picture. She looks nothing like that. This is like 20 years ago. Wow. God. Isn't it funny that some old white lady said that? Why does it have to be fucking mean? Incredible. Okay, well, now I've been schooled. I never even thought of that. I never even went there. It's Nizzle 19. For triggered my Nizzle. I wonder... I wonder if it was just that it was said on TV. What if a black person would have said that? Would that have flown? Uh, Will 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 uh, Dernis, I think the dude is just embarrassed for her because she sounds so white. Don't think he was thinking it was offensive. I know we don't even know. Dude, this bitch lost her job for this. This fucking chick lost her job of 20 years for saying that. What about grandmammy? Who's going to educate me? Why can't she say grandmammy? Someone educate me. Were you guys able to even hear that last one? Let me see. Let's see. Oh, no, it jumps to this. Why is it doing that? I can't play it anymore. Were you guys able to hear it when I played it twice just now? Uh, Sean, Sean says she had to have been going around the office saying some racist shit behind the scenes and this was just the final straw you think yeah I think Snoop Dogg would have been proud too uh, oh shit here we go F a mammy was a house slave who watched over the family no shit oh my goodness well, she might have just come, might as well have just come in blackface then too.
God, I would just rather just be stupid sometimes. I guess I, I, I was so happily ignorant. Should have never played that piece. Well, I have written here, I'm so out of touch with the idiot world. Please someone stay outside in the field of love and play with me. Offended by that. Why not just bring someone on and talk to her, have a discussion about it? Yo, you know what fascism my nizzle means? And you know what a grandmammy means? She's like, yeah. And then she could be like, uh, well, some people are offended by that because you're uh you shouldn't be saying that. Well, and then she could be like, why not? Snoop Dogg says it. It's a cool line. I love Snoop Dogg. And then they could just talk it out. Why not? Sounds it sounds news newsworthy. Sounds newsworthy as fuck to me. And hey, and if she's wrong, then she's wrong. And we all move on and we all like her better. And we, she doesn't fucking lose her job. Or you just stop watching the show. There is a city north of me, 70 miles, called Oakland, California. It is a fucked up town. It is it is extremely diverse in its uh, ethnic, national, and financial makeup. Like crazy diverse. Like some of the richest people in the world live there, and some of the poorest people in the world live there. And every fucking nationality and ethnicity lives there. It is fucking a serious melting pot. It's right across. There's a bridge that goes straight from this city into San Francisco. And Oakland also has all the ports for the Bay Area. So all the ships come into the Oakland port. Oh, someone just sent me a text and says, I can't believe how many times you just said nizzle. I did. Well, I didn't even, I don't know. I don't even know. I don't even know. Uh, and, and, and I listen to a lot of fucking rap music people. Like I've listened more than most. Oh, here, oh my goodness. It's uh Sean. Uh, it's Sean Woodland. What's up, Logan? How you doing, man? What's up, dude? How's it going? How's I'm, it going? I'm man? a little you starstruck. A I haven't heard from you in forever. I'm starstruck. I know. I've been in a coma for 10 months. Can you fill me in? Yeah. Whew, I'm glad you made it out. You need to get on that CA hormones. Like uh, Philip yeah, Kelly. Yeah. Yeah, you know, what, what What got me really was I've been really buried in this job that I got off this freak website from some European. It's called Barbell Jobs. You heard of them? Yes, yes, I have. What happened to them? I was actually going to ask you what happened to them. <clears throat> That's what happens, man. But, but uh, my wife has grand memories, so I'd mention that one. Oh, that's cool. Did you ever see that 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 um that comedian that I said? Oh, caller, hold on. Jesus, I'm on with Mr. Mars. Mars, did you ever see that comedian I had? Uh, I played the clip of him, and he's like, uh, "My wife has huge tits," and then the crowd laughs, and he goes, "Because I I I never give up on my dreams. When I was eight years old, all I wanted was a woman with big tits." Did you ever did you ever see that skit? I did not. It sounds like so a, the Jim Gaffigan. Uh, no, but kind of like him. Hey, does your wife really have giant boobs? Well, I mean, I'm I'm very satisfied with the quantity of memories my wife has. Yeah, that's cool. Very good. 
Yeah. More, uh, you know, I, I don't I mean to be hating on any guy. boobs, by the way, when I say that. I don't mean to be hating on any boobs. And I I'm work not. with an 80 year old guy, and he's just telling me that anything more than a handful is really just a waste. So that's not true at all. Bad, well, that's words of wisdom. He's an old man. I'm 51, and I'm telling you, they're, it's not true. Well, it's true. Well, I love you. Love you. That's it. Just your tit. Your wife got giant tits and grand mammaries, and that's it. Uh, yeah, you know, just dipping my toe back in the water. I don't want to like overdo it because you know I don't want to get hypothermia or heat shock. Yeah, and no one in the comments has said hang up on you yet. All right. Uh, long time Maybe yet, but that's all right. Long time friend. It's been a while since we've talked, and uh, Mr. Mars, good to hear from you, brother. Oh, I got one question. Okay, please. Uh, when are you gonna have that uh, chick from the UFC, uh, UFC back on? I got molested. That was a really good story. It was left hanging. Oh, uh, uh, I, I've asked her to come back on. Um, uh, Kayla, Her uh, um, uh, Kayla Harrison. Yeah, Kayla Harrison. Yeah, I really, um, I, I want to have her back on. Well, that would be splendid. Okay. All right. Love you. Bye bye. Bye. Uh, I'll I'll invite uh, I'll invite Kayla back on. Actually, I'll send her a text today. Maybe she won't come on the show because I said for shizzle my nizzle. Call her. Hi. Hey, what's up? What's up? On? Hey, what's up? Remember Jessica Griffith? Didn't she say something about Alex Smith to that relation? And then everyone got open arms. She got canceled. But if you look at everyone's Instagram uh, reels and posts, that background music is cursing up a storm. No, she, she, there was a text thread that released where she said nizzle. Yeah, okay. But she actually said it. A private text thread. But we have all yeah. these athletes posting videos and reels of the music in the background saying oh it's crazy it. dude you're i mean if you want to go there it just becomes batshit crazy i mean there's there's videos of kids on the internet probably on my own instagram where there's shit like that you know what i mean it's like it's like three white kids skateboard and it's like i put a gun in a nigga's mouth and shot his brains out blah 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 blah. fuck two yeah, horse well, today i'm a badass motherfucker yeah yeah that shit's everywhere but don't you say the word don't you, you, you can, you can go up to Instagram and pick the song. Oh, it's fucking nuts, dude. We live in fucking was, ass hat world, ass hat world. It was in a private text. Yeah. Well, I, and I, I don't, I don't remember the details of it, but I think, um, whoever released that too is a fucking pussy. Like you, if you got a fucking problem with her saying that, like I, like I seriously have no problem with someone being like, Hey dude, don't use that word around me. Like, I don't want anyone using that word around me to be completely honest with you. I like if someone used that word around me in, in, in context, like they were actually saying it as a race, I would not, I would fucking have a talk with them. I'd be like, Hey dude, you can't say that around me. I don't want to fucking hear it. I don't want you to refer to people like that. I don't get, don't do that. And actually I have had that conversation with people. I've had that conver I've had the conversation with people who friends of mine who I've been with who've looked at women who are I think underage under eighteen. I'm like, hey, dude, don't ever comment like that around me. I don't want to be part of it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to go into my brain. I ain't mad at you, but if like you keep doing it, I'm not I'm not fucking with you. But in the context of songs and in 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 play and fun and the con the vernacular that's in society today, you, fuck off. I'll use it whatever I want. Thank you. Does anyone get uncomfortable playing that if they have minorities in their gym classes? That is a great question. I get uncomfortable. There's this song by um uh uh that um uh, uh it's um Jay Z and Rick Ross and it's fuck with me you know I got it 
And there are some strong lyrics in there. And it came on the other day in my car and I had to immediately turn it off because I felt uncomfortable around my kids. I would feel so uncomfortable playing that song in a uh, in a box. I for sure would. Yes. It's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. But, but right. oh, yeah, it's weird. We live with weirdos, dude. We live with weirdos. It's just so desensitized now of all this uh, language. It just it just happens things now. Oh, yeah, we'll just drop it anywhere. But, but I, don't say it on the news. Don't say a version of it on the news right. or you get fired. And and I, I felt like she was saying a very love. It, she said what she did was no difference. If you went to like a Mexican restaurant and you tried to roll your R's, uh, I'd like to have a talk, a talk, a carne asada. Fuck. You don't roll your R my nizzle. It's like, really? You're right. It's, You're I mean, right. it's just like that. It's like, what? I roll my R whenever I want. I'll try to speak like a Espanol guy. Yeah, it's nuts. We live with dickheads sometimes. Be cool. Everyone be cool. It was funny that she said it. Everyone should get a pass to say whatever they want once they're as old as that bitch. Hey. Anyway, okay. How are you? Great. Have you ever called in before? Uh, A few times. It's kind of cool how many people are now calling in. It's Jethro, so I have called in a bunch. Oh, I didn't shit. Jethro, hi. You think I should program your name into this um, people's names so that the repeat callers, I know who they are. It's just better to sound stupid and not know. Is it, what comes up when I call? Is it a... Uh, it's a, it's the number that ends in a 5-4. Oh, but is it a... There's no like title to it, like a caller ID? No, no name. Because this isn't my phone, but this is just a, a random fucking phone number that I had. I had an extra phone back when I was a baller. So I just hooked you it up. You should be, because when uh, the uh, the two girls called, that was wild. I wish I knew right away who it was. Oh, the the lesbians out of Colorado. Yeah. Oh, you broke up. Oh wow, Casey saying she called Chandler Smith her nizzle. Oh, he was in the text thread. That Chandler Smith's a black dude, and she said that to him. Yeah, like, God, I don't know how you get in trouble for that. I can't, to be honest with you, I can't see, I don't know Chandler Smith that well, but I would think Chandler Smith would just hit her up on the side and be like, yo, don't do that. I love you, but don't do that. Oh, I lost you. Shit. I lost you. Sorry. Hey, hello. Sorry, Jethro, your Bluetooth disconnected. Sorry. And I read a comment. That's crazy. Uh, Chandler Smith was in that Misfits thread. That's why it was the problem. But who cares? He's. I think if. Why? Well, who cares? That's even better. That even shows. That's like even shows more that she had no idea what she was doing was wrong. And I put that in quotes. And I thought she was all God fearing and stuff. I guess that didn't matter either. Yeah, she loves Jesus. She can do whatever she wants. No white people can use the hard R. All right. So that, I'm reading comments, Jethro. Are you driving? Uh, yeah, I just pulled up from work. I'm back home. Hey, that's kind of my dream that people like listen to the show um, while they drive or like they take their phone with them and just listen to it. Like like you, you have an hour drive and you listen to the show for an hour and then you, then you go into a store for an hour and shop and then you come out and the show is still going and you drive an hour home. It's the best. Yeah, that's kind of my how wife, I want. My, 
my wife comes home and uh, I got the podcast on and she'll be like, oh, how's Sevon doing? Oh, good. Tell her I'm doing great. <laughs> uh, Everyone um, knows what you're talking about. I'm Mexican and we'll uh, roll ours all day. Don't make it creepy. Yeah, I, I, okay, I won't, but like, I don't really, I, I don't, I think, um, the fresh shizzle, my nizzle is fine. I think rolling your R's at the taco place is fine. Dave Castro told me one time, and he's Mexican as fuck. He told me he walked into a place and tried to talk Spanish to the lady in Watsonville when he was ordering food and she would refuse to talk back to him in Spanish. She only talked to him in English, but he had just heard her talking Spanish. He just heard her talking Spanish to, uh, other uh, people. But because he was trying oh, out her Spanish on him, she wouldn't. She put him on blast. That happened to my wife and I. We went on That's a vacation. And, uh, she, started, she started talking to the waiter in Italian. Perfect, perfect Italian. We didn't say anything else. No English. He responded in English. I was like, oh, he just played you. Yeah, he's like, fuck you. You ain't, you ain't, you ain't in the club. All right. Uh, thank you for calling, brother. Later, dude. Okay, bye. Hey, who outed who outed Miss Smith on that? Jessica Smith on that. That's not cool. Can't be on a thread. You know what that is? That's someone. That's like um uh being on a thread and um and me and and ten of you are on a thread and uh I tell you it, it goes both ways. And I tell you I just dated a guy and gave a guy my first hand job and then you post to the world. I think I'm I'm safe and you post to the whole world that I'm a fucking faggot. Because I let out on a thread that I gave a guy a hand job. It's the same thing. She felt comfortable around her friends. Maybe she was out of bounds. Like maybe one of my Christian friends could be like, hey, dude, just so you know, I'm against homosexuality. And like, let me know if you need someone to talk to by giving dudes hand jobs. Like all someone had to do is pull her aside and be like, yo, dude, I don't like it. This isn't the climate where, you know, I'm sensitive to that. I don't have enough therapy to let that go yet. I need more Sevon podcast. Philip Kelly. For all my nizzles in the chat, Eric Cameron, Mike, Judy, Trish. You're a good dude. Uh, Chris uh, Biesterfeld, my monthly subscription. Hey, just like I, I would expect someone. Um, oh, yeah. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't let this fly. A white gym, gym member asked me to play. N-word rap during a class she attended. I told her she wasn't welcome saying that in the gym. Yeah, that that doesn't fly. That doesn't fly with me either. That doesn't fly with me either. And, the, and it, for obvious reasons, right? Do I need to explain it? I'm not interested in, in, uh, in demeaning anyone. I'm not interested in, in using or referencing anyone in some demeaning. I don't want to demean anyone, any human being. No, genocide jokes are fine. They're funny. They keep the they keep the story alive. I'll take it. They keep the story alive. Uh pool boy Chandler definitely confronted her, but did it in the same group thread and she didn't apologize for it either, really. She seemed kind of upset he was offended. Yeah, I could see that if, if I was upset that someone was offended, that would just be my a defense mechanism on my part, but I, I and but I wouldn't do it publicly. And that's cool. Well, that's fucking awesome that he confronted her in the thread. That's cool, too. I, uh, I don't know if I should read that. 
Um, dude, I try, uh, CK, CK, Kevin, dude, I travel for work and listen every day on Apple podcast. Thank you so much for making my days better. Yeah. My pleasure. Hey, you know, it's interesting that you say that someone said the other day that this is a YouTube show. This is a, uh, I'm a YouTuber. I'm not a podcaster. I kind of heard. I didn't like that. I don't know why. Same reason maybe why Chandler didn't like Jessica using that word. Uh, Brandon Waddell, I, I hung out with Colton Mertens one day. Colton Mertens one day. And I only spoke pig, pig Latin. He didn't like it. It's good. Not bad. I like it. It's good. It's, it's valid. Uh, Clive McLaughlin. I think it was a Misfits group chat. And it, they themselves let her go and put a statement out condemning her. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't I don't do that either. I don't tell everyone. I I don't do that either. I don't think I do that either. Not in my group. Not not anyone who's like real to me. I get people need chances. Okay, so the group chat, the N-word was dropped. Some people, including Chandler Smith, said they weren't happy. Then Jess and Travis doubled down and pulled the it's okay, I have black friends. Yeah, the second you notice that shit's like bugging someone too, you kind of got to tiptoe out of the room. I I love all the gangster rap. I'm not saying that there's a problem with it. I'm just saying that that shit can, like, you got these woke people fucking playing that shit. And yeah, I, I love some gangster rap. Oh, shoot. My, I, I was going to try not to swear today. And I want to do a show where I try not to say the F word. I wonder if I have to leave a note for myself for that. This would have been a great show. I said nizzle, but I didn't say the F word. Uh, uh, where would I put that note? I'm going to tear out this page. How about we had a caller today with Cal, uh, California Hormone? Uh, no. No bad words. I'm going to try to do a show with no bad words. I like the uh, call Gary. Why do you guys want me to call Gary? I'll give it five minutes. I almost said the F word to you. I can go the rest of the show without saying the F word. Watch. I just have to be like on guard. You literally said the F word before reading that comment. Really? I literally said it. Five percent of the listeners of the Sevon podcast are African Americans. Uh, my my daughter loves to shame me for listening to the Potty Mouth Radio Show. Then I will hear her dropping something and go, "Oh yeah, that yeah." I'll tell. There's something I'm not ready to tell you guys about swearing. Make me too vulnerable, but soon, the story, an interaction I had. With my wife. Okay, here we go. This is this is Oakland, California. This is that town I was telling you about that's crazy, just eclectic. Hey, you saw that that thank that that birthday video you guys made is nuts. Talk about an eclectic crew. That's like Oakland. We got an Indian dude from the Caribbean. Okay, here we go. 
This is a barefoot guy on a light. We paid for that light. That's all I think when I see that. That's all I think. I'm like, I paid for that light. Oh my God, that dude almost fell. Oh, I said the G word. I'm going to try. I should not say that word either, right? The G-O-D word. The no G-O-D and no swear words. Here we go. Dude, that's that that dude is barefoot. By the way, that's just drugs, by the way. That's just drugs. That's just that's all drugs. How are you doing? What's doing? Oh, he working. He working over there, huh? Oh, look, he flipped someone off. Boom. He's doing the middle finger. And that's a cop down there, just so you know. That that probably hit that car. Look at all that garbage down there. And then here's the miracle of architecture in the background, a building. Yeah, I just say grab that dude and take him off the street and put him in jail. That's it. Uh, in, 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 yeah, I just say, that, yep. Just grab him and take him. By the way, I, um, I'm going to say something very, very racist here, but I bet you that white guy right there doesn't have any ID on him. I don't know why I think that. But I just suspect he doesn't have any ID on him. <clears throat> wow. What a world. Hey, that whole for, for shizzle my nizzle thing, if my mom listened to the show, just so you know, that that whole piece went completely over her head. She did like even more over her head than my head. She has no, she has no, because she's not programmed to, to, to know the, the nuances of racism like probably from my mom's generation racism is, is like telling black people they have to sit in the back of the bus and that's it she doesn't know that you can't say nizzle so crazy even though even though you bought 20 cassette tapes of that fucking song because you listened to it so much you just kept going through the cassette tapes I used to shop at Tower Records, motherfucker. That was like awesome. There's a Tower Records in Concord, California. It had an aquarium shop attached to the back. Yeah, wow. That's God, Ronnie, you're on a roll today. That's another great line. Nuances of perceived racism. Did I? No, I didn't. Did I? I just said the F word. <clears throat> okay, one. One. That's it. Just one. I did? Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, back on guard. Back. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no one has to carry ID in the United States. That's a good question. Do homeless people have to carry IDs? And to piggyback on that, when are they ever arrested and how are they identified? You said the F word twice. Okay, good. Is, are we at twice? 
Are we at twice? Okay, two. I, that's not bad. Two. I have. I mean, I'm going. I'm, failure is part of the game. Failure is part of the game. Okay, two. That's it. I'm done. Done swimming. What if eventually, like I, I clean up so much, and I'm, I'm like, oh my. What if I'm like, oh my. I should have never said. I should have never said the n i z z l e word ever on my podcast. Let's try to get Savon to cuss. That I mean, that would help me. Not. I don't say the b word anymore. You guys know that. I stopped saying that word. And I think since I, because my mom told me not to. What if my mom told me not to cuss on the show? Boring. I want do do you guys see that stuff in your neighborhoods? Like people just climbing up on light posts and just break, just destroying uh, light posts. Yeah, that word. I don't say that word or that word. Omar Cornejo. Omar Cornejo. You guys want to talk about hood trannies? Oh, I got a bunch of new ones up here at the top. I keep forgetting about these. I used to have three Great Danes. Do you guys know that? Did I ever tell you guys that? And there's a story. Wow, it must have got really windy outside. Oh, I can't I can't open the story. All right, I'll race it. There was a story about a lady uh, who went to go feed her neighbor's Great Danes. They had three Great Danes, and they killed her, and her kid was there. Witness the beginning of the fucking murder. Darn it. Darn it. That's one. Okay, that's just one. That's three total. And the the what, what's interesting is Danes are so dangerous. Great Danes are so dangerous. And people don't realize it. When I saw it, I wasn't even surprised. They're the most dangerous dog. I had three of them. They are so dangerous. You need a crazy super alpha like me around like an alpha tamer around if you're going to have Danes. They are so gnarly. And you get two or three, and uh, I'm telling you, th there's no animal, there's no, there's no dog that escapes three Great Danes. Not, not five pit bulls, not 500-pound pit bulls, nothing. The Great Dane is a, uh, it is a very dangerous dog if it is not... Um, they are. That is true, too. Danes are gay uh, as fuck. I agree. But I'm telling... Darn it. Darn it. Darn it. Darn it. Four. That's four. It's not bad. Um, Douglas Bubble Trousers said, just on an interesting fact, you can say the P word if it's not in reference to a woman's vagina. It's in reference to the word... Uh, uh, oh, yeah. I saw that. Uh, Pusillanimous. Yeah, I, I remember uh, messing with that. Yeah, the owner should be oh, for the dog's kill the owner wasn't home. I, I know that's a great question. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if the neighbor should be responsible. I don't know if the owner should be responsible if your neighbor comes over to feed your dogs and your dogs kill the person who's feeding you. I don't know. Uh my neighbor has a nine year old I take care of all the time. She's nice. A nine year old Dane. Yeah, one Dane doable. I'm telling you two great Danes. Oh, I always wanted one of these. I had an Airedale Terrier and he was mean AF. 
you can't trick me. I was the only one who could control him. I hunted coyotes with him. He was dangerous. I always wanted one of those. Do you guys know what this dog is? This dog has the craziest head of all dogs. The Airedale. Let me pull up this picture of an Airedale. What an interesting cat this dog is. Airedale Terrier. Yeah, Terriers can be just wild. Especially if they have a... Oh, these aren't good pictures of them, but um, let me, let me, I'll just show you this. These dogs have a very interesting um, hairdo when they're cut properly. Let me see if I can go to images. Oh, did I spell Airedale wrong? I did. Um, Trying to find one, like just like with the perfect block head, like this guy, look at this guy right here. Chewy Airedale Terrier versus Welsh, uh, Welsh Terrier. Yeah, those are neat dogs. Like a blockhead. Yeah, that dude's big. Yeah, neat dog. But Danes, man, I could tell you some stories. I saw a lot of Great Dane fights. A lot. 50. I saw Great Danes attack people. My Danes attack people. Um, I saw wild stuff. I broke up a lot of dog fights. Uh, Christine Young, they just had a guy in the town over his first day in the job killed by the pit bull guard dog on site. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God, Christine. Oh, said the G word. I'm gonna give myself a pass. No, I think a dogo. No, would. Um, F up a Dane. No. Well, I don't know. No, I don't know. Yeah. My Mastiff's pretty crazy. I, 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 I have a, um, a South African Mastiff. It's pretty wild. It's a pretty wild dog. It's kind of scary. I, it looks like a giant pit bull. It's, she, she scares, she can scare me a little bit, but, um, yeah, big dog. Oh, I already played this yesterday. You guys want to see the you guys want to see the video again about front squats and deadlifts? I'm I'm passing on it. But anyway, I agree with that that guy's saying. The deadlift's a little overrated. It's fun. I like it, but I think it's a little overrated. But it's fun. And it's safe because it's it's right if you if you don't get crazy, you just control. It's a control. Don't go too heavy. Don't let your ego get in the way. No, my Danes were not clumsy. Uh um, you know, Dave has a, a, a dogo and I don't think he would bring, I don't think his dogo, I mean, it's a female, but I don't think his dogo would stand a chance against my, um, my dog. I'm going to ask him. Um, I could call him and ask him. I wonder what he's doing right now. Let me see if he'll answer. Hold on. Let me see. Let's find out. We'll get to the bottom of this. That's what Doug is, right? Dave Castro's dog? Oh, man. He sent me a text. I can't talk to you right now. Uh, Dogo is way more. Uh, okay. Yeah, he's got a Dogo. Arjuna, that's the first time I've ever called Dave on the air, by the way.
A serious question. One reasonably strong human versus any dog. Does the human not win? I've wondered that myself. That's a great question. As long as it doesn't get you in the neck too early, I feel like I could take any dog. What would you do? Just grab his mouth and just rip his, just rip his jaw just wide open. Just bend his face right over the back of him. John George, Chase Ingram, and Bill Grundler ripped the quarterfinals programming. I'm going to assume you've discussed that already. Sorry, I'm late. I was actually picking up my Husky and getting coffee. Dog talk. No, uh, John George, profile picture, please. No, we haven't. Uh, we haven't. Maybe, maybe later on today. I'm in negotiations with Brian about uh, possibly doing the show today. Yeah, these are pretty crazy. My dad's got one of these. Caucasian, or it's like a called, I think it's called like a caucus shepherd, like from the caucuses. Okay, let's let's hit the reset switch on everything. Uh, put your finger in the dog's butthole. It's funny you say that because when I would pull the Danes apart, I would grab one hand on the neck and then one big hand around where the tail meets the anus and grab the tail there, and I would pick the dog up. And that's how I, uh, but I never put it in the, uh, actual, um, anus. Here's, here's some interesting perspective on the orange hair guy. You guys ready? Um, this is the, uh, this is the orange hair guy. The talk, the, the, this lady, uh, used to, um, work with the orange hair guy. And this is, uh, her thoughts on the former president, Donald Trump. He is a phenomenal salesman. He's not a great salesman. He's probably the best salesman I've ever been in the company of. And I spent a lot of time with Donald because he's five years older than me, I think four years, and he was raising his company right parallel with me raising mine. And so I did a lot of work with Donald. And I can tell you, he is the best salesman I've ever met in my life. I watched him walk uh adam uh, blakesley uh drops a little tidbit that i didn't know she's on shark tank okay that's the show where people like pitch stuff into a situation i for example selling the plaza hotel to the chinese out of hong hong kong it was in taiwan group of, of asians wealthiest families in hong kong and they were there because they were interested in the plaza uh, Mason, that's exactly what I thought when I, when she said they worked together, uh, Donald definitely smashed that. That's exactly what I thought. I don't know what that says about me, but, but. yeah, she's a billionaire. Look at her necklace. My goodness. Look at, I'm not even swearing. You guys ain't got nothing on me. As a hotel. And I was a broker or my brokers, we were all at the table. We were like really hungry to make this deal. And I watched him totally not pitch the Plaza Hotel, bury it, and talk about the land masses on the Hudson River and the buildings that would be there. They were not the least bit interested. They just wanted to buy the Plaza Hotel. Like a customer, I want to buy it. And Donald was near bankruptcy, really needed the money to bail out. And I watched him. I thought he was so off. He wasn't. They bought the land and built all those towers on the West River, as we know it today. You know, all those Trump towers along the river. That was the deal. How did he do that? I'll tell you what his... Oh, we're going to find out how he did it as soon as we get a little um, 
comment from uh, Chase Bryan. Uh, Barbara was a dime uh, back in Dizzle for Shizzle. Yeah. Yeah, that, 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 if you look like that, at, I don't know, how old do you think she is? 70? If you look like that at 70, you were absolutely like supermodel uh, 35 years earlier. Yeah, that. That lady was it's just absolutely Esther, well, mine does. He is a genius at picking out the vulnerability of someone's personality. So that's the part that I was getting to. They're suggest- she's suggesting that Donald Trump is a genius at picking out people's vulnerabilities. And man, th- now that she said that about him, I just think about like all the debates and everything he did. And man, he is, he is a bit of a savage. He can smell it, sense it, and trust it. He is a foot. There's a lot there. There's a lot there. And, you know, you might want to hate on Donald, but don't. Just wait wait till you watch that, rewatch that, smell that, hear that, pick up on the nuances there, on the importance of what characteristics he has that made him successful. He's successful for a reason. Shark Tank Lady. It's amazing. That shows a lot of people know that show. References to the Shark Tank show. Oh, man. Oh, man. Look at this. Look at this, you guys. Those of you who aren't watching this on TV, remember how I told you I wanted, like, if I could, like, I don't remember exactly how I worded it, but about just two giant women. Like, that's like two just massive women is just the, would be amazing. If I could go back in time, I would have like two, six foot tall, 200 pound women. And then lo and behold, I found her. Look at this. Look at this. This is just, uh, um, uh, this is, uh, man, uh, extra sloppy. Donald Trump is an effing, um, uh, not smart man. He's successful because he was born into a filthy rich family and built his business on the back of his family's reputation. I don't think that that's true. So I think some of that's maybe not true what you're saying. I mean, I think he was born into a filthy rich family, but um, uh, so was uh, um, Hunter Biden. And it did the exact opposite to him. You know, Donald claims he's never had a sip of alcohol. Look at this lady here. Look at this lady. Is this someone famous? What are we looking at? Are you kidding me? Are you guys tripping? Boom. Uh, wow. I don't know much about basketball. I really like basketball, but is that legal what he's doing? Like what how much he's just putting on her like that? Or is that just gratuitous? He just wants to that is that body is absolutely insane. That's oh what's her name? Victoria Long? I would love to have her on the podcast. I would be a mess. What I thought I saw her name somewhere and I scrolled by it. What's Victoria Long? You'd like her. Yeah, I love her. I love her. 
Oh my God. I love her. I want to, and I'm going to find her on, um, I saw this and I was just like, man, is the algorithm listening? That, that's when I think Instagram's listening to me. Uh, Vic, Victoria Long. She's like the perfect woman. Oh, I don't see her. I see a soccer player. Is she a professional athlete? Uh, is she a real basketball player? Victoria Long basketball. I don't think that's her, dude. Anyway, someone sent me her. Um... Oh, oh, I think I found it. Mm, no. Oh, this isn't. This is a. No, Victoria. Victoria Long is like. Is this a man or a woman? Victoria Long's a power lifter. Anyway, uh, someone will, if, if anyone knows who she is, uh, um, uh, Tyler, uh, um, Collins. Yeah. You don't become a multi-billionaire president of the United States, most hated man alive and not be a genius. I don't know about that either, but get triggered. The, the orange-haired guy does that, triggers people. I know, he used to trigger me too. I, I told you guys about when I was in a coffee shop, right? There's this coffee shop on my mom's house. I call it the Geriatric Cafe. My kids call it that. My mom calls it that. And it's all these really attractive old people there. And a ton of them, a ton of them. Like, it's a, like when I go there, I am a young man. And it's like 70s, like the buy-in age. They, that, those are the young people. And they all sit around in this cafe and they have their avocado toast and drink their coffees. And there's usually anywhere from, I don't know, 10 to 30 of them out there. And one day there was a table with a couple old dudes at it and a lady. And this is outside in a patio in Santa Cruz, California. And the guy meant, the guy said the word Trump. And the lady – and these are all liberals. You have to understand there's no conservatives in the group. And this lady at the table next to him gets up and starts screaming, can't I have a cup of coffee without hearing this effing guy's name? Can't I? Can't I just have an effing cup of coffee? And she's screaming and makes a scene. Beautiful lady. I see around town uh, 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 thick, thick ropes of gray hair. Good body. 5'5", five, five, 135. Still got some big old titties. Just pissed. I hate to see an angry woman with great tits. Kind of ruins them. It's like, hate to see attractive people with bad personalities. Anyway, um, uh, she's pissed. He's telling, he starts telling her I wasn't saying anything nice about him. That's what was his defense. I wasn't saying anything nice about him. She didn't care. The owner comes out. He's young. He's like 65. Good dude. Always nice to me and my kids and my mom. He says, hey, we have a rule. No politics allowed to be talked on the patio. We're a free country. And you're not allowed to talk about him because someone got so triggered. Some hot old lady got triggered and stood up. I, I, when I see this lady around town, I, I always kind of want to bring it up to her. Uh, Trump is a butt shell. 
I think I can say that. That's not a swear word. Thank you for not using anything worse than that so I could read it. Uh, he's the worst record of any president against uh, Second Amendment, uh, pro-lockdowns, pro-vaccine. Uh, I was sabotaged by his own intelligence agency during uh, during his sitting as the POTUS. Olivia Houston sounds like a family dinner. I whispered in my dad's ear one time in my kitchen, I voted for Trump. And he, um, he, he, he walked out of the house into the back, into the backyard. He didn't talk to me for like 30 minutes. We never even talked about, I, it was so weird. I don't even know if he heard it or it upset him or if it was like so obvious it upset him and it hurt him. I don't know. Uh, Gabby Reese, uh, six, three. Yeah, I do. I just really like that, that girl, that, um, the giant woman. I think it's kind of okay and safe to say that too. Because it's like so out of the world of possibility. Like my wife can't possibly be like tripping, right? My wife doesn't trip on that shit. Darn it. Five. Five swear words since I said I wouldn't swear. Okay. So that's that. Who's going to send me um, uh, that girl's um, Instagram? Send me that. I hear a garage door opening. Oh, jiu-jitsu, jiu-jitsu class is starting in my house. Oh, we, we, this is the Iowa State footage. We already looked at that. Oh, this is pretty funny. I got a note here. Hey, how funny. You got the CrossFit Games podcast. Uh, Chase recently did a show. They got 1,600 views on there. And we were laughing. A bunch of us were laughing that that's more, that's more views than subscribers they have. Now, I don't want to bully and make fun of them. But it's, it's not like I, I'm not making – the reason why I'm bullying them and making fun of them, I do want to bully them and make fun of them, is because they have the resources. It's so obvious. Dear Don, don't you find it even a tiny bit weird that your main account has 1.6 or 7 million subscribers and you can't get your podcast to get over 2,000 subscribers? At what point, Don, do you say, oh my goodness, we have someone on the inside sabotaging the company? Don't you see that? But you guys see that, right? When I had my Instagram account and I had like 90,000 subscribers, the first thing I did is I started another Instagram account and I called it She's 69. She's 69. Oh my, I, does she have a husband? Is that woman straight? The first thing I did is I started my Three Plain Brothers account and I just tagged it a bunch of times and I immediately just put on 10,000 followers. I mean, if you have a massive account, you can quickly just build up another account that has like 5 or 10% of the amount of followers. It's so obvious someone someone either hates Chase. Yeah, someone hates Chase over there. That's I mean, it's and if I'm wrong, I don't care. I'm going with it. Someone hates Chase. And I noticed as soon as Adrian Conway got on there uh that they started um that they started getting a little bit of graphics and stuff. Maybe that's just a coincidence. 
I like Adrian Conway. They should set him free, though. You can tell that both him and Chase are, well, you know, someone said, we got a lot of compliments on the golf show. I actually can't even believe it. And and someone said, hey, why are you doing that? A close friend of mine said, hey, why are you doing that? Why are you wasting your time doing that? And the thing is this. Brian wants to do it, and I want to work with good people. And I never do anything on autopilot, very rarely. I don't go through motions. I don't go through motions. Like those five times that you heard me swear, those are the times I'm going through the motions. I'm up for not going through motions. So when I do that golf show with Brian, I'm getting in reps, real reps. I'm getting better. You guys are watching me just work and get better. I don't go through motions, my nizzle. I don't do it. I start crying. I don't go through motions. And so if I know Brian's not going through motions, he's sending me all the shows I need to watch. I'm watching them. I'm studying them. And then I come on there and I bring my A game. And I know I'm getting in reps. I don't care if the show does like good or bad. I'm getting in reps. I'm working out. I'm getting in reps. Man, get in your reps. Uh, Elizabeth uh, Combage. Elizabeth Combage, French name. Getting in my reps with that show. And the fact that people are liking it means like, okay, like that was the goal. I told you, I told you that story. I told you that conversation I had with Tommy Marquez years ago in the um, gym, right? I'm behind on the comments. Sorry. Elizabeth Combage. Oh, yeah. Wow. Holy smokes. Holy Liz Kambage. Let me let me see. If she, she's an Australian, so she talks hot too. Are you kidding me? Oh, and there's hey, and she has a video that's titled the same thing. Liz Kambage is the most toxic NBA, WNBA player of all time. I have a video that says I'm the most toxic man in CrossFit. Man, man, oh man, we and we're cut from the same cloth. Uh, Elizabeth, uh, uh, oh, she hasn't. It says husband. Does she have a husband? Oh shit, she is gangster. Oh shit, what? Oh darn it, a couple more swear words. How many? How many? This is nuts. Wait till you see these pictures of her. I gotta pull up the. I gotta share this screen. This is gonna be good. Look at these photos. There's one of her in a bikini. How about this one? How about this one? I'm going str- uh should I go to her Instagram? She only has 147 posts, 1.1 million followers. I'm going to images. Crazy town banana pants. Her physique is nuts. Wow. I wonder if um I wonder let's let's go to her Instagram. 
I should invite her on. Uh, ElizabethCambage.com. Jeff Evans follows her. She's into jazzercise. Anyway, there you go. We learned someone new. Crazy. Okay, what, where were we? Uh, getting in reps, yeah. Greg Curry. She's 6'9". Uh, book recommendations, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. You got saved the other day by Jesus? You got saved? What do you mean you got saved? Um, there are so many men that love big women. My friend gets paid to carry guys like babies. They like to feel small. Oh, yeah, you tried to... Um, you showed me that chick's Instagram to get her on the show. I'd like to see. I'd like to. Uh, he was on the show. Uh, Graciano Rubio was on the show. He came on the show. Uh, Justin Zumbo getting in reps, pretending like you give a shit about a sport the same way you pretend to care about the games. <laughs> I need to process that. Hold on. Uh, uh, I don't know. I think I care about Frisbee a little more. I don't know. I think I care about Frisbee a little. I don't know if you can put my love, my love for Frisbee in the same basket as the games. <laughs> oh, Justin. Wow. I know you typed that out and you were scared. You're like, I don't know if I'm actually going to hit return on this. And you grew a set of balls, Justin. You hit return. Good job. Proud of you. Uh, Chelsea Miller. I just finished the Brian Friend episode this morning. Sevon, that was right up there for best episode, and I feel like you guys barely scratched the surface. Oh, you mean the one, uh, like the interview, like with um, where we talked about um, the hitman and all that? Okay. Here we go. I'm trying to get, get caught up in the comments here kind of quick. Um, my 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 uh, husband's nephew is 6'9", and I'm 5'1". It's insane. Better be careful putting all those sentences together like that. Sounds like, uh, sounds like the beginning of a Pornhub video. My husband's nephew. You guys want to see something funny? Someone, uh, someone thinks that this. See this? I, this is going to be hard for you guys to see. Someone said that this, this picture right here. See how it says CrossFit and then it says online nerds, and then it, it shows a guy in a in a white wife beater with glasses and a big nose. Someone said that that's me. That Zach Tillander took a picture of me and made that, and like and like just to rip on me. I wonder if that's true. I'd be kind of honored if it was. Let me see if I can make it bigger. You guys think that that's me right there? See that? Let me see if I can. Oh, darn it. Now it's all messed up. I got. I went too big. Anyway. I don't know if that's me. 
Uh, look up uh, Elena Dea Dawn. Uh, cute at six five. She's cute at six five. I can't make the whole show be about just, just tall girl fetishing, giant women fetishing. Uh, Sevon, uh, how do you decide having someone on versus having a returning guest? You have so many great guests already, oh, man. So the last two days, Susan's like, "Hey, dude, we have no guests lined up." I'm like, "No, we got Tosh and um." Josh lined up. He's like, come on, dude. We have no one lined up. I'm like, yeah, I know. And then that was it. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Um, that uh that picture is absolutely you. Seriously? But he made but he made the nose smaller. <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, okay, uh, listen, I need a, um, someone, uh, um, um, someone make me a thumbnail and use Zach Talander as the uh, picture, but give him, make, give him some down syndrome and we'll do, I'll use it for a live Colin show and it'll say, um, should you, should you abort down syndrome children? Do down, down syndrome children deserve to live and make it like a Zach Talander, uh, down syndrome thumbnail. This guy wants to play that game. You can't. You you don't even. You can't even say for shizzle my nizzle on your show. How are you going to play some thumbnail game with me? We'll bust your ass up. Zach Talander. He doesn't even say his last name right. It's T Lander. It would be so much cooler as T Lander. And you you could be a porn star and you could be T Bagger. I'm not swearing, am I? Did I swear? I don't think I swore. Did I? I don't think I did. Uh, uh, Adam Blakesley in high school, uh, the girl next to my locker is six t- six six. She was cool as F. I'm six two, so it wasn't that crazy. There, I went to UC Santa Barbara, and there was a basketball player there named Lindsay. You think I could just type that in? Lindsay, UC Santa, Lindsay, basketball, UCSB. And I want to say she was six seven. Oh, there she is. It's Lindsay Taylor. Wow. Oh, she played in the WNBA? Wow. Anyway, uh, I would see her around campus. I talked to her a few times. Wow, she was 10 years younger than me. She was so crazy attractive. Oh, she was 6'8", 200 pounds. Oh, that's just perfect. That's exactly what I want. Wanted. Sorry, Haley. Wanted. I'll show, let me see if I can show you a picture of her. But, oh, man, that's her. Holy cow. You guys are going to be blown away. This, she is extremely attractive. This, this lady is so pretty. This is exactly how I remember she looked like, like on her wiki page right here. You guys see that? That's not a good picture of her. I would see her at parties and stuff. You see, uh, you see Santa Barbara Gaucho. Yeah. Anyway, but when she walked, she kind of walked like a stork, like in tall grass, like her leg went, you know how like, like short people, when we walk, I just lean forward and catch myself. But, um, but when she walked, she like stepped up, like she was stepping over things, even though there was nothing to step over. Do you know what I'm saying? The mechanics of someone tall, she was so big that, um, Something um 
something um something changed in the in the mechanics. I can't explain it. But it was like up. I would see I see I see those big birds and tall grass do that. They step over stuff. Sebi, this is this show is sofa king great. I would like just take a bong rip and melt into the sofa. Yeah, she, yeah, exactly, Paulina. It was like she was on stilts. Yeah, thank you. Exactly. And then she was wearing those log pants, and you couldn't see the stilts, but you're like, something's weird about the way this person's walking. Oh, that could be uh, could be just because you were looking from so low, Sevon, Adam Blakesley. Yeah, and I agree. I agree. Oh, I don't know if Dan. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if um, Danielle Brandon has responded. I'm going to call Trico. I want to call Dave again. I want to see how that plays out. I'm going to ask him. Um, I'm going to ask him if if a dogo can beat my if his dogo could beat my um, dog in a fight. Oh, there's the um, UFC fighter, the gay UFC fighter. I was looking on the wrong side of my... Oh, he's not gay, he's bi. Darn it. Darn it. I'm not that kind of guy. I don't look up people's skirts. Even if I could look up someone's skirt, I wouldn't. Like if I had purview of someone's skirt like at somewhere i was sitting i would move i'm not that guy oh yeah i thought this was interesting this is a reparations talk another trippy thing about reparations is i want are we eventually going to give california back to mexico hey and those of you who hate california don't say anything stupid Tranny. He's got a tranny dog. Nicholas Stanberry. Why does Dave's dog have a name of Doug and it's female? Because Dave is extremely progressive. Extremely. What's they called? Neoliberal? That's what he is. Okay, here we go. When you hear a politician say that black people need reparations, <laughs> that person, to me, that person can't be trusted. They cannot be trusted because you're saying that black people need reparations for one or two reasons. You're either saying it, you don't believe it, you're saying what you think people want to hear you say, or you really don't have a good message for black people and you're saying something that will destroy them inevitably. Yeah, you know, reparations is the extraction of money from people who are never slave owners to be given to people who are never slaves. And Pete and Leo, what I want to know is, do I get the five million on top of the 233,000 that Gavin Newsom's task force already said that we get? And this business about supplementing income for the next 250 years, where did that come from? America wasn't a country until 1789. <laughs> Slavery ended in 1865. That's 76 years. So that's kind of fuzzy math. And um, as you pointed out, Leo, California was not a slave state. San Francisco was not a slave city. Michael Nedbet says only about 5% of white Americans have any sort of generational connection to slavery. So why should everybody else pay? Furthermore, slavery was a Democrat institution. Why don't Democrats pay? Jim Crow was a Democrat institution. Why don't Democrats pay? Very few Republicans own slaves. Why should Republicans pay a dime? The whole thing is absolutely insulting. What's next? They're going to give Mexico, California back. That's the part that tripped me out. What's next? They're going to give California back to Mexico? 
to Mexico. When you hear a politician say, ooh, ooh, it's always fuzzy math. Whatever you do, don't let any of this stuff get under your skin. Don't let any of it make you racist. Don't be like, hey, I was never racist, but now all this shit is making me racist. Don't let it happen. Do not let it happen. Uh, Melissa Odier, it seems Enrod. <laughs> uh, why can't you say his whole name? Are we not allowed to say his whole name? We just have to say Enrod. Seems like Enrod. You can't say his name anymore. It's racist. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Seems like Nikki Rod is not on gear according to more plates, more dates. I would have Nikki Rod on again. I don't know how I decide anything, to be honest with you. Like, I'm looking out the window right now, deciding if it's sunny and if it's done raining and I should take my kids um, to what I should do with them today. And then I'm also thinking that if I should quit the show while the jiu-jitsu instructor's here so I can get some video to feed my Instagram account. Like, I guess I, I think stuff like that. But, um... But I don't know about the, I don't I don't know about the the guests. I guess the paradox. I guess it's kind. This is kind of this. Remember how I said I don't go through the motions, but maybe I'm being a little bit of a pussy by not. Oh darn it! Darn it! Darn it! Six seven. I think that's seven swear words. I think I'm being. Maybe I'm being a bit. Um scared by not having guests on is scary for me i tell you that so maybe i'm avoiding it um oh wow holy smokes that's an incredible picture someone just sent me um i need to ask you a quick question while live on the air if Doug can beat my dog in a fight. Um, okay. Yeah, Dale Saran should definitely be on again. I, I, I totally agree. Um, you know your name, uh, Olivia... Um, I'm not going to get into it right now, but your name, Olivia Hudson. Every time I see it, it, it rocks me a little bit because I know another something about your name rocks me. It's weird. It's just, when I see it, I'm like, uh Oh, like it. Those who know, know. it'll be, it'll be definitely something I talk about sometime in the future. It ha I have to. It's fun. It's a fun subject. It's wild. I mean, I've talked about it before. I've just never used the people's names. You know the stories, you just don't know the names. But there was an Olivia in those stories that I, some of the stories I talk about. And uh, so when I see that name, Olivia, it's, it's funny how strong of an impact that has on me. Oh, yeah. I would love to have Zoe Harcomb on again. I know. 
I know. And I didn't even do a good job with her, dude. She is a gem. She's a gift to the United Kingdom. What? She's a national treasure for that company. Okay, here we go. I don't even know what this is. Rockefeller on Women's Liberation. I don't even know what this is. This is so old. This is Aaron Russo, a filmmaker and former politician. To his left is Nicholas Rockefeller of the infamous Rockefeller banking and business dynasty. After maintaining a close friendship with Nicholas Rockefeller, Aaron eventually ended the relationship, appalled by what he had learned about the Rockefellers and their ambitions. He what we were at the house one night, and uh, we were talking. He didn't talk, and he started laughing. He said, "Aaron, what do you think women's liberation was about?" And uh, I said, I, "I had pretty conventional thinking about it at that point." And I said, "I think it's about women having the right to work, getting equal pay with men, just like they won the right to vote." You know, and he started to laugh. He said, you're an idiot. And I said, why am I an idiot? He said, you want, let me tell you what that was about. We, the Rockefellers, funded that. We funded Women's Lib, you know. And we're the ones who got all over the newspapers and television, the Rockefeller Foundation. He says, and you want to know why? He said, there were two primary reasons. And they were, one reason was we couldn't tax half the population. And the second reason was now we get the kids in school at an early age. We can indoctrinate the kids how to think. So it breaks up their family. The, the, the kids start looking at the state as the family. This is Aaron you Russo, a that? filmmaker and former politician. You believe that? Indoctrinate and tax for control. Remember we were talking about this yesterday? Indoctrinate, tell women, hey, you need to do what men do. You need to become lawyers and doctors. You need to get out of the house. You need to be out there doing all of these things. You need to be competing with men. It's a more fulfilling life. Don't worry about having kids. Get out there and work. Dude. I said it before. I'll say it again. It's not just for women, but I'm going to say it like it's just for women. It's for dudes, too. As a woman, I'm speaking to all the women out there. Do not pass up that opportunity if you have it to be in a loving household with a good, strong man who will work so you can raise kids. You will not have a happier, more fulfilling life anywhere. It is your destiny. If you feel that, do it. Do not worry about anything else. It is so great. Wark? Did I say Wark? Maybe. Don't fall for it. Don't fall for any of that feminist crazy stuff. You are powerhouse of child birthing, child raising, loving. There's nothing better than loving a child. Watching a child grow strong every day. I was talking to this huge weed a guy, this huge, huge weed manufacturer the other day. He actually just stopped. He's just getting out of the business because he said the market's too saturated. I met him at the skate park. He's telling me how much he loves growing marijuana because it's so rewarding because of how fast the plant grows. And I was like, oh yeah, that's why I used to like growing it too because the plant would grow so fast. It was so rewarding. Every day you'd look at it and it'd be different. But kids, man. Right before your eyes, you're tinkering with, 
you're gonna have a child and it's gonna be pure genius for you to either 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 allow to flourish or mess up and as a woman you're gonna make that in you you are you are the you are the highest to be exalted don't let that be taken from you don't be confused Find a good, strong man who would help you, who you can help, who you can love. You can love that man and give that man confidence, help a man find his backbone, love him, believe in him. So that you can get the greatest gift from God ever in your belly. It's so, it's so fun. It is so fun. And if they really did do that, if that was whole, that whole thing, I don't know if it is. I don't know if I, I don't know if I believe that, but that whole thing to just like, so that there's more people to tax, do a doc indoctrinate kids and make a workforce. Don't, don't try to, especially if you're a young woman and I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that you still can't like being the president of the United States, but, but become the CEO of the G general motors. Like I'm not saying that it can't be done. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying abandon that. But maybe I am. But maybe I am. But don't get it twisted. The other day I was talking about um I was talking about this and I was just talking about it in such in such strong regards as to women and someone thought I was excluding men. It's like, no, I'm not excluding men at all. I, I have a, a whole different talk for men that says the exact same thing. Yeah, Elliot Hustle was amazing. Hulse, he was amazing. If that guy was my neighbor, I think I would get. If I had that guy could have that guy as my neighbor on one side and Greg Glassman on my other side, I would be. I would get so smart. I would become the smartest human alive. Yeah, Elliot Hulse is amazing. He's tiptoeing around some very sensitive, very sensitive subjects. Yeah, this is insane. We had women working down the coal mines until 1850. It wasn't good for them or anyone. I'm so glad you said that because I didn't read this whole thing before I uh, before I pulled it up. But they had to work. Everyone needed the cash. Yeah, it wasn't good for anyone. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one. Russ is Russ is just stating the facts. That's a tough one. But man, even then they ignored the law. Women and children in the mines. Yeah, that's not good for anyone. But but like Russ said, you know there there is this. Uh, everyone needed the cash. I mean, the and, and you know what? Maybe that's why I'm saying if you're a woman, find a good man who who earns an honest living or who's wealthy, who you love, who has values. Find an older dude. 20-year-old man, find a 40-year-old dude if you can tolerate him. The relationships are, but man, be prepared to work. But man, if you can find a, a place to raise a child in your life, you will, you will be so, it's so fantastic. Uh, Hulse isn't big enough to get Andrew tated. Yeah, I mean, that's funny you say that. That's what I was thinking. I mean, he he, he had a way of explaining uh, some things that would not definitely would not be popular, that, that definitely the lefty in me wants to immediately push back on, like the whole voting thing.
Number 10. Did we do this yet? I think we did this. We'll do it again. This is good. I like this. I like this juxtaposition of these people too. Uh, Here we go. Listen carefully, iMagic says. You are all members of the same race, the human race, which started with black women between 300,000. Don't interrupt me. I don't have much time. No. (laughs) White folks, you don't like it, but all you are is faded blacks. Every one of you, if you take your trace your DNA back far enough, you're going to find that some of your DNA came from Africa because we all have the same ancestor back there, every single one of us. And those of you who think you don't have are obviously from outer space. Now, that means that every one of us is a 30th to 50th cousin to every other person in this room. Is that real? We're all 30th to 50th cousins? There's got to be some math, um, some math. I, I don't know if equation is the right word, but. Well, every person in this room who considers himself or herself a biracial person stand. Don't you stand. <laughs> don't you stand. People, we have to. Oh, I, I watched this three times. That's the first time I get it. Meaning there is no biracial. We're just one race. Get rid of the language of racism. There it is. We have to get rid of the language of racism. For shizzle, manizzle. I'm not a teacher. Teachers dispense facts and figures so that they can get their kids ready for the end of school testing. I've been called a trainer. You train dogs and horses and members of the military. I don't train people. I'm an educator. The word educator comes from the root duck deuce, which means lead, the prefix e, which means out, the suffix ate, which means the act of, and the suffix or, which means one who does. An educator is one who is engaged in the act of leading people out of ignorance. In this country, we spend a lot of money on what we call education. It isn't education. It's indoctrination. You are all members. Indoctrination. That's what I said. We're all related earlier, CK. But were, but were we black, though? I don't know. Who cares? I hope so. Biologically, it makes the most sense. Right? Uh, I, th- I, would, I would guess that life... I would guess that life comes from the center of the planet. It seems like it. I mean, just look at the planet now. There's the most life right around the equator. That's where all the bugs and plants and animals. That's where all the good shit is. Darn it. Darn it. Darn it. I have so many hash marks now. I don't even know how many times. Uh, and and then and then I and then and then the planet becomes sort of more well, not in the ocean. That's interesting you say that. Not in the ocean, but we're talking about people. The ocean in, in the at the poles is flourishing. Flourishing. I don't think, uh, Russ, I don't think you're allowed to say third world anymore. It's not politically correct.
Yeah, that's good. It's good listening to some old people talk, drop some bombs. Oh, I forget what the point of this is. I forget what the point of this is. This was going to be a good one. Oh. Oh, let's see. Let's see. Oh, you're going to love this. You're going to love this. This is good. Okay, here we go. Here we go. This is this is kind of off my um this is out of my uh specialty here. Um Carrie Hackney uh cancel. This is from um this is from National Public Radio's website. <clears throat> Whitney Davis, nice back. Look at your back. I've been home with my kids their whole lives, 10 and 8. Yeah, and they spent nine months in your stomach. More slaves went to Arabic countries than transatlantic. I never hear anything demanding reparations for Saudi from Saudis. Uh, 13 service members killed in Kabul. Attack honored with congressional gold medal. These are the people. Here they are. Dude, girl, dude, dude. Girl, dude, 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 dude. How are there no uh, melanated people in this group? I thought the military was like 50% melanated. The U.S. House of Representatives, ha- re- the U.S. House of Representatives has voted to post humorously posthumously someone say the word for me a war for the congressional gold medal to the 13 american service members killed in the bomb attack in kabul this summer the august attack was one of the deadliest days for american forces in the past decade of the 20-year war in afghanistan lisa mclean was co-sponsored by a bipartisan group of more than 300 representatives their bravery and selflessness has enabled more than 117,000 people at risk to reach safety this thus far, whatever that means. Uh, there's something I wanted you to see in here. You're going to trip when you find out what I'm about to show you next. Anyway, you should know that in this bombing... You are going to trip. Get ready. In this bombing, uh, 13 service members died. 45 people were injured, and more than 170 Afghanis were killed. Do you remember this? This was in that um, that whole airport debacle, I think, when they were closing down the airport and all the troops were leaving and we left behind. I don't even know. can't even believe I'm about to say this. $90 billion in gear? $90 billion? But this is the part. That's going to blow you away. What if I told you that those people didn't need to die at all? No reason. Absolutely no reason they had to die. Zero. Well, here we go. I want to focus specifically on what you saw on August 26. I know be on the lookout and intelligence bulletin went out identifying two individuals as a potential IED threat. That is correct. The Gate. Yes, we routinely would send two or three guys back to collect intel. 
Uh, for those of you listening, this is uh, some congressional hearing. I think that was the the chairman of the of whatever this committee is. And uh, the person uh, responding is U.S. Uh, Marine Sergeant Tyler Vargas Andrews. Oh, it's the Foreign Affairs Committee Chairman Michael McCall who asked the question. Uh, Vargas uh, Andrew was a scout sniper team leader. And they were observing from a tower and they spotted a man, an anomaly in the crowd. That's their words. Fitting this, the description of a suicide bomber. Exactly to the T. Over the communication network, Vargas Andrews communicated that there was a potential threat and an IED attack was imminent. They said this is as serious as it gets. The person fit the description perfectly. This is Sergeant Vargas Andrews. When he he was on site in Afghanistan, he told his commanders that. He said, I requested engagement and the authority while my team leader was ready on an M110 semi-automatic sniper system. The response from leadership did not have the engagement authority for us. Do not engage. Vargas Andrews requested the battalion commander, Lieutenant Colonel Brad Whited, to come to the tower to see what they saw. These dudes saw the guy. I, I didn't say the F word. They saw the guy. They said, hey, we see someone who fits the description of a, of a, a suicide bomber to the T. And he's acting like he is going to do it. It's eminent, imminent, eminent, imminent. I am your eminency. But it was imminent. I don't even know if that's right. In the meantime, he said, psychological operations individuals came to our tower immediately and confirmed the suspect met the suicide bomber description. When Whited, that's the commander, arrived, they showed the evidence and the photos they had of the two men. They reassured their commander of the ease of fire they had on the suicide bomber, meaning they could just just put him down. Pointedly, Vargas asked for engagement, authority, and permission. We asked him if we could shoot, Vargas said. Our battalion commander said, I quote, I don't know. Let's just watch this. This is just nuts. This is nuts. From our intel assets over in the Joint Operations Command. And that morning around 2 a.m., we were passed that a suicide bomber was in the vicinity, potentially moving towards the gate. We were told that he was wearing a brown man dress, a black vest. He would look clean shaven and be younger with an older man traveling as his companion. And we saw just that on the 26th, around 1230 in the afternoon. And in fact, you said you passed along the communications network that there was a potential threat, an IED attack imminent. And in your words, this was as serious as it gets. That is correct. We had eyes on these two individuals that fit the exact description that we were given from our intel assets. And we had pictures. We had them clear as day to be able to see through our scope with ease of fire on both individuals, as well as through our spotting scope. We have high-powered optics with quality lenses on our cameras to take clear-cut pictures of everything that we see. That is an enormous part of our job. You still have those photos? They were taken on an SD card when we turned them over to intelligence. Then you said you requested from your commander, Lieutenant Colonel Brad Whitted, to come to the tower to see what you saw. 
And the psychological operations came to the tower and confirmed that the suspect met the suicide bomber description. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes. So you had him. We did. And then you showed this evidence and you asked your commander if you could shoot. We did, Chairman. Both myself and my team leader asked for engagement authority and he responded with he did not have that authority. So we asked who did. He told us he did not know and would go find out. In that time of talking with him and keeping eyes on this individual over the course of 30 minutes, the two individuals both disappeared into the crowd of thousands. I think everyone can understand by looking at some of those pictures that I had up there, how enormous the crowd was. It was unfathomable, very easy to move through and conceal yourself. And that's what happened. So you asked for engagement permission and your commanding officer says, I don't know. That is correct. He doesn't know if you have permission to take out the threat. Yes. There are no rules of engagement on the ground. We were told to pass to our command if we saw any suspicious activity or hostile intent. And that's exactly what we did. We were not returned with an answer. And then you ask, well, who yes. does know? And he says he doesn't know, but would find out. And he never got an answer to you. He never did. And the individual disappeared. That he did. And you believe that that was a suicide bomber? We do. And then you said, we made everyone on the ground aware. Operations had halted, started again. Plain and simple, we were ignored. Our expertise was disregarded. And then lastly, no one was accountable for our safety that day. That is correct. No one was held accountable. No one was, and no one is to this day. Did your battalion commander run that request up the chain of command? He should have. That was his responsibility to. I don't know if he did. Wouldn't that be the normal that. protocol? That would be the normal protocol, Chairman. But we, we don't know. And as a result, <coughs> we have 13 dead servicemen, women. We have 170 Afghans killed and 45, including yourself, sir, injured. That is correct. Because that threat could not be taken out because your commanding officer couldn't give you the order. That is correct. Amazing. I want to focus specifically. Mandress, brown mandress. It's not about winning the war or taking out the threat. It's about keeping the war going on forever. Let the Marines kill the crazies. Tyler Collins. Uh, Yanni uh, Smith looking like Halle Berry, uh, he would have been in so much trouble if he did, if, if he would have put a bullet in him without uh, authority. Yeah, it sounds, um, man. What happens? You shoot him, you kill him. But then they find, they see he does have a, uh, what if you shoot him and kill him and the bomb goes off? Is that a win? I see how I do that is I, as I'm looking through Instagram and I hear that stuff. So then I just go to NP, then I just type it in and I search, put the two articles together and voila, I present to you guys. I don't know. Some, you know, some days, some stories stand out to me. And then later on I see them. I'm like, why did I show that? That doesn't even stand out to me. I guess a lot of it is just mood, the mood I'm in. I must have been on a little NPR kick. This is hilarious. 
New York City Mayor Eric Adams is telling stores to have a, to have customers remove their face masks. New York City Mayor Eric Adams is telling stores to have customers remove their face masks. Please have your face masks on before entering, but not anymore. New York City requires you to be vaccinated against COVID-19 to enter a small business and, have, and wear a mask. New York no longer has a face mask mandate, and New York City Mayor Eric Adams is telling stores to get customers to lower their masks before entering to help prevent crime. <laughs> Unreal. Unreal. All right. That was fun. It was a good show. Happy with it. Happy with the show. Oh, here. Whoa, 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 whoa. Here we go. Here we go. Deadlift talk time. No, 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 no deadlift. How about this? This guy's great. I was on my I used to communicate with this guy on my account before I lost my account. Now I don't even know if he knows if he'll communicate with me from my measly Sevon Rinsta account. Uh, Douglas Bubble Trousers. I was searching for a job in Chicago, the worst large town in the United States of America, due to its crime and violence and woke wokeness. And I was going to apply for a position that I was very interested in. But one of the requirements was to be vaccinated prior to the first interview. Imagine, imagine you have to be, you have to take a forced drug injection from a company. What if I sold something and in order for you to get a job, first you had to buy this thing from me before you could even apply for the job. What a great business Pfizer's in. It's crazy. Other culture is like the way it is. Yeah. My buddy moved back from Pakistan. He was like, what happened in North America in the last three years? He's like every magazine, the girl's overweight. Do you just love that? And you're like, no, not really. But you have to pretend you do or you get trouble on Facebook. Um, <laughs> very complicated to be alive. All the opinions you need to pretend to have right now. <laughs> Even doctors don't want to say fat. That'd be like, listen, if you could be 30% less brave, um, that'd be great. <laughs> and we get your levels of, you go, girl. <laughs> not to just, you go, girl, you know. <laughs> if we look here at your height to empowerment chart, um, <laughs> You're getting very close to morbidly courageous. That guy's good. That guy's good. Prolific. My goodness, he's prolific. He puts out so much stuff. 10 a.m. I can't believe I come in this room. I can't believe I come in this room at 7 a.m. and leave at 10 a.m. I used to leave at 8.30. I used to leave at 8.30. Now I leave at 10 a.m. I don't even swear. I used to come in this room and swear. Now I don't even swear. I don't even swear. I quit swearing. I'm cured. I've been cured of my swearing. 
It's uh, yeah, it's politically uh, yeah, isn't that amazing? Crazy. You can't ask about someone's age, but demanding medications is acceptable. I know we live in complete crazy town, banana pants. Whitney Davis, I'm always here. You're always here with the, just hanging from the ring, showing off your back. Uh, Ms. Sulkis, uh, we got a job order this morning, and it said Vax required, caps and highlighted. A job order. I don't know what that means. I don't, I don't know what this is. This has been on my list for a while. Let's see what this is. It says, after people lost their homes, their jobs, and health insurance, and retirement pensions, and life savings, just trying to survive, these tyrants have the audacity to do a presser and say they're deeply sorry. Uh-oh. Oh, this is Alberta. This is the, like, the the premier. They have their, their person's called the premier. Doesn't that sound like some Nazi stuff? The premier is here. Listen to her speak. I apologize right now. I'm... I'm deeply sorry for anyone who was inappropriately subjected to um, discrimination as a result of their vaccine status. I'm deeply sorry for any government employee that was fired from their job because of their vaccine status. And I welcome them back if they want to come back. Um, You want to know what I heard? I heard we lied. You guys find out. And you caught us. So... We'll just cover it up with a a deep apology. How about no? How about they get their jobs back and they get tons of financial, like, what is it, compensation? Or th- these people are actual psychos. They ruined lives. They ruined people's lives. People literally couldn't pay their bills. People literally lost their homes. They lost their life insurance. They lost their health insurance over a lie. What do you think, peeps? Is this a good enough apology? Is it good enough? What is going to be good enough? How about we lock up every single person who went along with this lie and enforced these unconstitutional mandates and crimes against humanity on populations and they go to jail for it? How about that? How about that? I can apologize. I don't know. I'm concerned about that. I'm concerned. I don't like that. I don't like being vindictive. I don't like uh, smashing people for coming out and saying sorry or being honest. That being said, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I know that's not going to be popular with you guys, uh, but I, I just, I just, um, I think it's okay. I think we, we, I think we can accept uh, apologies. There just needs to be a campaign. There needs to be as much effort into apologizing to kind of bring back the psychological well-being as there was in torturing. Oh, look at, look at, look at Janelle Winston. Yeah. See, this is what I'm saying. You should look her up. Her name is Danielle Smith and she is the premier of Alberta and she stands in the face of Trudeau all the time. Yeah. My, I can't I can't smash this lady, man. I can't I can't do it. But I do want to say that this lady who's commenting, I feel her anger, and she all doesn't she look like Cat Shear? Do you guys know who Cat Shear is? She's been on this show. She's on the Clydesdale podcast. She looks like she could be her sister. That could be her. I'm down with the apology too. Yeah, it just needs to be like they need to like they need to they need to invest in they they with that apology. You know how like they'll be like. 
someone will write some racial slur on the side of a school building and then they'll do like there'll be a, a psychiatrist at the school to help any kids who are traumatized by it and then they'll maybe do a like a, a little course for everyone saying oh these words are bad and race they need to do the same thing for this like hey you were duped by pharma there needs to be a big massive campaign for on society like hey you were duped by pharma and you were duped by your government Needs to, the apology needs to be backed up with some some sort of like education or some component that's like, this is how we lied to you. This is why we just hire hire some people who are to hire hire me. No, don't hire me. I don't want to do it. Make everyone listen to the Sevon podcast. It was for the injection. Danielle Smith is a total bad at bad. At BA, and we'd be lucky to have her in any government position. I think I saved that. I don't get a, a ding. Three hours and three minutes. Are you kidding me? God, I'm it's such a boss. Said the G word. Um, Jake Chapman, Sevon. I, by the way, I love seeing the CEO shirt. Uh, Sevon, look up Sharon Davies. Uh, she's an ex Olympic swimmer who is taking on the trans movement and writing a book on it all. Oh, I would love to. That sounds like a good guess for the the thing. Sharon Davies. Oh, she didn't come up. Darn it. Maybe I have to type in swimmer. Oh, okay. I still don't understand this, but. It's fine. Well, we learned a lot today. We learned we learned a lot. There was a lot of uh, a lot of new words, a lot of new vernacular, urban dictionary stuff. It was quite the uh, we talked about forgiveness, love, giant women, how they walk. Did we see? Was, did, did we see Allison and NYC was saved? Was he like in Santa Cruz and like Jesus saved her and not me? Like, how did that happen? How would, oh, uh, you. Yeah, you come here. <laughs> no, not you, Savon. I will be coming back for you in a few years. Go, go back. It can come, Allison. The per- Welcome to the pearly gates. Uh, hello. Hi. What's up, man? Jeremy. Jeremy, what's up, dude? I did not get the nano twos. I was outbid. Oh, you were? How? How? Uh, it went up to sixty. How much did it, it go? It went up to seventy-seven dollars. Wow. Okay. Are they new? Said, They're new. From the pictures, they look brand freaking new. So. Nice ten. All right. Well, someone's happy. Someone got them. Someone will enjoy them. What color? Black and then white Reebok sign. They they look pretty cool. Yeah, my kind of shoe for sure. But yeah, yeah, like you said, someone will be happy. So. But yeah. I did store a pair of the. What the hell are they? The wrist proning S E X something or another. So I got those. Did so. you buy yourself that just because you felt sorry for yourself? Just like a mercy buy? What do you think? Absolutely, I did. Sure. <laughs> 100% mercy buy. I need something, you know? It's like when your friend gets the hot chick that you're going for, and then you're like, well, she's got a friend who's not as hot, but you know. But you'll do it. it. Yeah, you'll do yeah. it. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Take one for the team. And then you fall in love with her and marry her. Yeah, man. American dream right there. 
All right. Well, well, yeah, just wanted to give an update on that for sure. I was going to comment on the uh, video you just showed of the lady um, and then your response of like accepting the apology. I don't know. Maybe because I worked for the government for over a decade, but I don't like most government officials, uh, whatever side they fall on. I just don't like them. Um, Yeah. So my thing is like, if you, if they're not held accountable to like the severest of extents, which, you know, who, who defines that? I guess the law, right? Like then if they're, if they're not, then who's to say they're not going to do it again. Uh, I agree. But I, I think part of the reason why we can't get the truth about the injection is, uh, but those people know that they'll go to jail forever. Maybe, maybe, I mean, maybe capital punishment. I mean, maybe they'll be killed for that. I mean, yeah. it, it wouldn't be yeah. hard if all the facts came out and all the truths came out that people, that people, people are knowing people are knowingly killing people. Right. That's the crazy part. Listen, I mean, you realize that, right? I'm not joking. That's not like um gross exaggeration. There's people out there injecting people with, they're playing Russian roulette with the injection. Like they know for every, I don't know what it is, thousand, ten thousand. I don't care what the number is that they're killing someone, and they know. So and there's people we, who know that they're working do? in the Pfizer plant, who are making the vaccines, who are making something that's killing kids. Like there's there's mm-hmm. people who know it, lots of them. And so if we don't, ex- they're never going to come clean because they don't want to go to jail. They don't want to be executed. And that's my thing. It's like they know. They know we have. They have to be held accountable. This this wasn't like some kind of fluff thing. This was like life death. This was job no job. This is you know this is a big time thing. It's like I'm not saying let's all go out and round them up and you know. But man, something we got to be done here. You know, just just like the Biden family, just like the Epstein Island stuff. Like just gonna get buried and it's gonna keep happening. Something got to be done, man. Hey, and it's been happening forever. Like I said, I just did all that reading and and looking into the polio uh, vaccine. It's 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 Uh identical. Those people were duped. These people were duped. It's just years later, just the same playbook over and over. Yeah, how do we stop this from happening? And they convince this huge cohort of our population to be so close-minded. Like, yeah. And, and I used to be one of them. Oh my God. Like even, even just, it's not even that long ago when my wife told me we weren't getting our kids vaccinated. I'm like, Oh no, I got a crazy wife. <laughs> right. No. Yeah, for sure. Why wouldn't I just be like, Oh, maybe I should look into that. Uh, because it, it's the, for some just reason, like you it's said, not, you were it's, pardon me. You were duped. how you were raised. Not, I mean, I, I was indoctrinated. I was indoctrinated. Yeah. You're indoctrinated. And that's a real pandemic right now is people's lack of actually critically thinking. They don't want to do that. They're like, oh, I trust this government person or these got this Fauci or this person. Come on, man. You got to do your own research. Our, our, our country won't go forward in the way we need it to go forward if everybody just trusts the government. That's not how shit works. Man. Yeah. Um, and look at Janelle Winston nails it. It's not just that you're closed minded. I was aggressively angry at those who don't comply. Yeah. I defend it. I would mm-hmm. go like this. I would be like, oh, my God, those people don't believe in the vaccine. They're effing idiots. Yeah. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I asked uh, chat GPT, I think I told you if, um, uh, what, what reasons I should take the injection. It gave me a huge list. And then I asked for what reasons I shouldn't take the injection. And, um, it said it would never give me reasons because that would be morally inappropriate because they're, it's for the betterment of mankind. I think chat GPT is a joke. 
Anything deep I tried complete to ask joke. it, it can't answer. Complete joke. Yeah, it's a complete joke. I don't even think. Yeah, it's it, it's dummy talk. It's le- it's 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 um, it's libtard talk. It's just superficial stuff. For sure, for sure. Yeah. But and a like, doctor, to- but a doctor told me, like, shut up. Yeah, right. I, when someone starts a conversation like that with a government person, told me or a doctor told me, I'm like. Okay, that's fantastic. Now let's talk about it. You know, you just, that's it. The doctor told you, and you just go on from there. Like, what skills? What skills does Jet GPT have? I'm I'm stealing this from Brett Pike of discernment and observation. Zero. Sure. Zero. Sure. Absolutely yeah. zero. One hundred percent. Yeah, I didn't want to get you. I know you're about to sign off. I apologize. Didn't want to get another conversation going when you're trying to leave, but I had to call in. Well, I had to give you the nano too updated but oh this guy th- there's like someone in the chat who says that as soon as you said that they were available they they stole them from you they're the ones who um <laughs> no i'm joking i wouldn't be surprised okay suspicious people anyways yeah you go have a great day hopefully it's not raining in california one of these days all right thank you brother all right peace Savon, remember the main chat GPT includes filters. Use the playground to interact with the back end, which is the dewokeified version. Thank you. I, I I don't think I'll ever play around with it again. But but maybe maybe I will. Maybe I mean maybe if someone sent me a link or was like, hey, look at this. Go type this into it. All right, nap time. Thanks, guys. Uh, have a good day. Um, I'm trying to get uh, Miss Brandon on for a chat this evening. Uh, there's also a chance that um, Brian Friend and I will come on uh, sooner than later. I'm just trying to figure out uh, what's going on. We're just gonna have to, we were gonna have just a candid talk about CrossFit. That might be very soon. Um, I just need to go inside and uh, reboot. All right, talk to you guys soon. Bye bye.